Hi. Hello. It's another episode of Passive Pixels. My name is Edwin. This time I actually remembered my name. I have Dorian over here. We already spent like at least a good. Oh, sorry. Sorry. The law is that we always have an hour that's been recorded. There was actually 30 minutes of preamble, but like that didn't happen. So Dorian, the last 30 minutes that never happened. Would you like to argue about Eminem again or? No, no. I think uh, as you said earlier, if I start singing the Venom song live on air, I'll be booted and uninvited from ever doing it. So uh, when I want to give my two weeks notice to you, I'm just going to sing that song and we can discuss Eminem then. But until then, I'm good. That would not be a two weeks notice. That would be a two seconds notice. Like immediately <laughs> as soon as I hear the brap brap, like I'm hitting the stop button. I'm going to shut down the computer. I'm going to throw away my monitors like that. Parks and Rec gift. Like this, it's done. It's over. I'm probably going to go find Eminem and challenge him to a rap battle as suicide because that's a, how i want to die mom spaghetti <sighs> never forget okay Did you see they opened up an actual restaurant in detroit are you yeah the eminem eminem opened up a restaurant called mom spaghetti in detroit i love it god i hope you can buy sweaters there that have his vomit on it i don't know but literally the only thing you can buy on the menu is spaghetti like it's like nine dollars <laughs> for a plate of spaghetti i love it it's so good <laughs> i hate that you say that because now my mind is like he has a menu like a whole ass menu well, yeah, there, there's Three a menu. pages a fold out <laughs> and all it is is just mom spaghetti <laughs> Oh, on amazing. each page, center page on every menu page, mom spaghetti. It's like, oh shit, what are you gonna order? I don't know, man. I think I'm feeling mom spaghetti, but it might taste too similar to the mom spaghetti. Hey, what's the special today? Oh, it's mom spaghetti. What are you gonna have tomorrow? Mom spaghetti. Uh, My mom it. died. I... Now I have a stepmom. It's now stepmom spaghetti. It's not as good. See, it's unfortunate. I want to go to Detroit for this and Detroit style pizza, but then I'd have to go to Detroit. So it always turns me off. And you'd have to get Exactly. I, I don't yeah, want to die yet. Um, yet. No, well, you do want to die. It's just that no one wants to die in Detroit. Yeah, nobody wants to die in Detroit. I, I'd, I'd rather die in Cleveland, honestly. Cleveland, they're fine. They're, they're fine people. Right. If I had to choose where to die, it'd probably be California because if I die there, I can just like disappear from California as quickly sure. as I can. Sure. Unless if I was at the border, then like the border, it's like, okay, ah, I'm in California. Ah, now I'm Washington. Oh, okay. Now I'm California. I want to die. Ah, now I'm in Washington. This is slightly better, but not that, that much better. God, okay. somehow this preamble is worse than the preamble we cut out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And any other places that we want to talk shit about? Uh, Xbox again? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Redmond, Washington. You know, there you uh, go. Maybe they're not. <laughs> oh, you've been playing actual countries. Okay. Now I got you. <laughs> No, we can talk shit about Xbox too. Man, Xbox has no games. There we go. We got it out from the front because I don't think we have any Xbox games here. Yeah, fuck you, Spencer. <laughs> Shall we go to the list? Yeah, let's go to the list. Okay. I've got Code Veronica, Haven, Prey, Lord of the Rings, but not really, Mad Men Season 4 and Season 5, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, Final Fantasy 4, but not really, Resident Evil 5, Halo Infinite Tech Test, Memento, Persona 5 Strikers, Sea of Thieves, and Voice of Cards demo. I'm so... I, I ran through way too much stuff. Go for it. What's yours? <laughs> yeah, my, my list is not nearly as juicy this week. Uh, I got Life is Strange, True Colors, Resident <laughs> Evil Code Veronica, Undertale, Resident Evil 3 Remake, Lost Judgment, Resident Evil 5, and Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. All of that sounds manageable. All right, then. Uh, I already forgot how we do this show. Do we do weeb shit at the top again? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, start with weeb shit. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm, look, I know Final Fantasy Four is in this in between, but fuck it. It's so short that I just want to get it out of the way first. Final Fantasy Four. 
I was playing it. I got into a dungeon and then the dungeon was like, hey, I know that you're properly leveled, but you're not leveled for this. And I went, fuck you. I am going to be. And then I installed the cheat engine and then made myself level 99. <laughs> and then here's the problem. Here's the problem. I realized that that dungeon was an optional dungeon. So now I fucked myself over because the game is properly balanced where I could have gone to the right place and kept playing the game normally. So I'm like, ah, fuck. I just might have ruined this for myself. I might go look through my PC to see if I can find an old save that I had that'll roll me back not too far but yeah final fantasy 4 i'm fuck i didn't know that was optional um how far how far into the game are you now (sighs) 11 or 12 hours in i I don't know how how okay you're you're getting you're getting actually you played more than i thought you had but that doesn't really count because like i think i dropped it like at nine hours back in 2017 so oh oh so you're just picking straight up from your 2017 playthrough yeah no that because okay okay have i told you how i remembered what i was doing or no no i don't think so okay i specifically remember this right i was at uh right university of houston and i had my vita i had final fantasy 4 on there I don't know how the hell I remember so specifically where I was because I don't remember what I was talking to you even about like 15 minutes ago, right? Yeah, same. I was in front of a Chick-fil-A in the, like, I guess <laughs> the food court, right, of the university. And I remember that I was walking out of class with some friends and we sat down at a table and I was playing this for a little bit and I was ready to save and I just had a feeling of like, man, I don't know when I'm going to get back to this. And so I was going through the text dialogue in like a kink in the underground or something. It's like, oh, you're going to need to go to this location. And I was like, I feel like I'm not going to remember this the next time that I play this. So I took a picture of it with my phone and then just closed the Vita up. And I never realized that that was going to be the last time that I played it for like another four years. (laughs) So... (laughs) I, I don't know how I remember it. Part of me just thinks that because it was a picture, my mind made a false memory to go along with the picture. Like, that's my best guess. But yeah, somehow I remember that. Yeah, so I just picked right up. That's a good fucking memory because I would never remember that. But I think it's kind of like you said, like, I can't remember a conversation I had 25 minutes ago, but I'll randomly remember this one time, like, that I fucking decided to save this game and, like, never touched it again. Like, I'll remember that and that'll, like, haunt me because, like, damn, I never went back to that game, but. It's weird selective memory. Yeah, it really is. Like, oh, man, it's so bad because whenever I talk to my wife about memory, it's just like, I don't remember what we did about this. So then whenever I do remember something, I'm just like, woman, you need to listen to me. This one, I know for sure, damn it. You need to trust me on this one. But like, I have no credibility in memory that every single time she's like, no, you don't. I'm like, damn it. Oh, I've screwed myself over on this one. This, uh, this segment sponsored by Memento. Uh, yes, it, oh, oh. <laughs> we'll talk about memory later about that one. Like, we'll talk about that. Yeah, uh, so, memory the memory will be a recurring theme of this show. I should really edit this episode out of order just so it's in the, oh my in God. the, like, the same spirit of mental. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? That'd be amazing. It would be a uh, fucking mess for me. <laughs> that would be a, a fucking mess. Like, what's different from every other episode, though? Fair point, fair point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy IV, it, it still exists out of ten fantastic uh yeah fucking i don't remember out of town <laughs> okay something i played it but fuck if i remember <laughs> exactly we have other episodes of this shit okay that's why i feel weird whenever i bring up something that i barely played because it's like yeah. it's on the list sure but it's like a small footnote who cares whatever moving on so really i'm only will i'm gonna be honest i, I would argue everything on my list isn't weep but for the sake of the weebery, uh, we'll 
put Cowboy Bebop in here because let's be honest, it's anime. So uh, Cowboy mm-hmm. Bebop, let's talk about this. So first of all, I don't know. I don't think you listen to this show. You're very smart, Alfredo, if you don't. But I'm going to shout out Alfredo here for a second. No, no. Lovely don't man. you dare give him a <laughs> shout out. Okay, This man lied to me for years. Okay, not years, but it felt like years about saying he was going to play near and then he decides to watch a YouTube playthrough of it. Okay, he's a liar. He has no. <laughs> he did that with Danganronpa too. He, this man needs to get have YouTube revoked from him. Okay, I can't wait until he goes into the army and he goes somewhere where there's no internet, and so he has to play his games offline. Okay, thank you for your service. Yes, thank you. Um, so basically, running gag. So wait, 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 hold I on, hold on. You're Canadian. You don't need to thank him. Well, I mean, we have an army too, and honestly, I appreciate the American army more than the Canadian army. So fine, fine. Yeah, I'll simp. I'll simp. Anyways. <laughs> Um, we hear simp the American right. Armed Forces. Please watch us. How can you not? They're, they're so badass. Yes, I agree. Uh, okay, okay, actually, I'm going to segue for two seconds here. But there okay. was a game on the Sega CD called The Third World War. I, this is selective memory shit right here. So it was called The Third <laughs> World War. And I would always play as Canada, and I would choose to invade the United States of America. And I remember, depending on the country you have, you'd have, like, a different army arsenal to go with. So in Canada, when you decide to invade anybody, you'd have one Jeep. If you decided to invade America, they would have the map. Maximum 20 full arsenal tanks. <laughs> Never went well. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just imagine this this one Jeep going up to New York and just be like, hey, we're taking your land, eh? <laughs> Pretty much. It didn't go well. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you could oh, win the game by doing, like, actual, like, territory domination or financial domination. If you played as Canada, you had to do financial domination. You were not winning the Army War. Hey, hey, America! You willing to buy uh, Washington? Uh, we we can we can buy it off you. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Anyways, all right. So that out of the way. So Cowboy Bebop, um, yes. Alfredo. Yes. He. This is so off topic. Holy shit! Um, so he decided to to taunt me. So I've been trying to get back to Eva, but the thought of watching more of Evangelion makes me physically ill. So I just haven't yeah. been able to lately. And he every day decides to tag me in the Discord saying, hey, uh, watch Eva, watch Eva, watch Eva, watch Eva. Now, that specific. Wait, does he do that every yeah, day? At least once a day, I swear to God. No wonder so, you hit him with that um, with that dang and rompa and near reminders. OK. Oh, yeah, that's why. That's why I do it. I just do it to counteract that. So uh, or, or I might have started doing it first. I don't know. I'm an asshole, too. So one of us. started. <laughs> Anyways. He would keep on about that. So that specific day he did it, I had watched the Cowboy Bebop opening intro for Netflix, which I'm sure is going to be a fantastic show. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. There's a laugh there. Good. (laughs) The theme song is the same, though. And that theme song, boy, God, does it slap. So it was stuck in my head the rest of the day. Oh, hell yeah. Um, And so he said that. So again, he tagged me, watch Eva. And I'm like, instructions unclear, watching Cowboy Bebop. Originally, I was going to leave it at that, like, stupid joke, but then he he said something else. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch an episode of Cowboy Bebop and shit on this. Unfortunately, I couldn't shit on it because I really fucking enjoyed it. Yeah. And so now I am five episodes deep into Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> and really, honestly, like, everything I have to say about this show is enormously positive. So my streak of not liking anime is over. Now, I will <laughs> say, the thing about this show is I've been informed that apparently the Japanese don't like it very much. Apparently, Good. this is more of, like, a Western thing that people like. And I I totally understand it because this does not feel like your typical anime for a lot of reasons. It is uh, not serialized, which is rare as fuck for anime in general, but it kind of is in points because 
there's kind of an overarching little theme. It's really good though. Like I, I gotta say, if you've ever heard of Firefly yet, have you heard of Firefly oh, yeah. from Joshua? I, yeah. I have. I know so much about it. Isn't it just no, I don't even know where I'm going with that sentence. Continue. <laughs> so it's basically space uh, cowboys and yes. it's good. Uh, I like it a lot. I've softened on my like for it over time, especially because Josh Whedon is a fucking asshole now. Um, but this is like this, but better. Like, it's just, it's so good. Like it's just space cowboys and it's so fun. It's totally lighthearted. I mean, the, the typical gross, like weird anime shits, very, very minimal in this. The over the top, ridiculous violence is very, very minimal in this. It's just fun. Like, it's just a fun show. You get 22 minutes of this, of like a little plot line and then kind of a little bit of an overarching story in there. And it's great. And it's funny because I always watch these kind of things um, subbed instead of dubbed. But a couple of people told me, no, watch the dub. This dub is actually goaded. So I watched a couple of the dubs and I actually really like it too. I've been switching back and forth. Um, the guy who does the main character of Spike sounds a little bit like uh, Solid Snake. <laughs> I don't know who's voicing him, but Steve he, he Blum. reminds me of Steve Blum. Thank you. He reminds me of him and it's good. Like it works completely for me. And it actually is a really quality dub, which you don't see that often. But yeah, lots, overall, I one thing I had to mention, uh, yeah. Steve Bloom was actually Hot Coldman in Peace Walker. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That so makes continue. sense. Continue. Continue. That, that totally makes sense. Okay. Maybe that's where I've heard him before because he did sound familiar to me. Was he in anything else notable that I would uh, know? Steve Bloom has done so much shit and he's the same voice every single time, which okay. I mean, yeah. to be fair, look at him. He doesn't really yeah. need to change his voice. No, I agree. Oh, I agree. It's a great voice. Like, it, it, and at first I thought it was a little gruff for the character, but it, it quickly grown on me. Like, it's really good. You, while you keep talking, I'm going to go see what else he's done because yeah, this yeah, sure. man has ridiculous credits. Sure. But yeah, no, like, like I will concede this is the first anime I've watched that I've truly enjoyed, but it's very, calling it an anime, it's very, it's, it's a thin line because it's, it does not share any of the common characteristics or traits of an anime. Even something like Death Note, which I did enjoy the first half of Death Note, that is, wait, I feel like that's hell of a lot more you, anime than this. Wait, did you say you enjoyed the first half or no? Because I want to clarify that. It's I like didn't do the didn't. First You I did. did. Okay, Sorry, cool. I, I did. Yes, I did. It was the second half of Death Note that's just fucking horrendous, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. but, but until the end, then it's better. But anyways, that's a whole other episode. Business um, arc and ep- and the epilogue are terrible. Yes. Yes, I agree. Before, and again, I'm only five episodes in, so who knows? Maybe it takes a right turn. But from everything I've been told and from people I trust, uh, shout out to Sam, you little Kino bastard. It's been yeah, very good. Sam, of- mm-hmm. God bless that man. <laughs> he's introduced us both to some good shit um Van knows his key but yeah this is yeah he does but this has just been delightful so far i have nothing negative to say about it i will be talking about it more in upcoming episodes because i definitely want to blast through some more I watched a couple last night so it's still fresh in my head oh and and just before i forget first of all the closing entrance song uh, the closing theme I, I actually don't know the name of it offhand but it's very good it's very very good and it is growing on me over time but that opening theme song it's called tank holy fucking shit that fucking saxophone player has lungs of god i do not know how he can fucking emit the sounds that he makes out of that saxophone it is incredible and it is one of my favorite opening theme songs i've heard for anything in a long goddamn time i've listened to that song like a hundred times on repeat over the last week so good. hold on you're gonna make me listen to this because I, look i played saxophone so it's weird to me that i don't remember one so no joke. I'm just going to sit in silence for a second and listen to this because I need to find this shit. You might have to listen to the full version, though. Like, I mean, you'll you'll hear some of it in the theme song, but just know there's a longer three minute and 30 second version where he really pops off. Oh, OK. Because like right now 
I have it playing in the background. And the main thing that I always remember is that bass guitar. That man just slapping the shit out of those things. Just boom, 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 boom. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I might have to listen to the full version. But man, wait, no, hold on. Okay, oh, I'm so fucking dumb. I'm so used to just hearing those horns that it doesn't click with me. That's a quartet of, of I think, tenor saxophones. That okay. would make sense, yeah. It, oh my god, man. And and if you listen to the full extended version, it gets fucking, like, they go even harder, man. Like, it, the song goes so much harder than it needs to, it's insane. Dude, so all I know is that listening to that shit makes me so sad that jazz is dead. Oh my god, I know, I'm so with you. Every time I hear jazz music, I get happy. Like, jazz music is such an underappreciated genre. If there's any movie that has some sort of jazz theme to it, or jazz motif, or even a jazz, like, like storyline in the background for it, I instantly give that movie more credence and respect because i love that shit so good by the way uh correction it was not uh hot coldman it was vladimir zadornov oh okay yeah all right and he was also in portable ops he played gene uh, I don't know oh. if you did play Coral Ops. I, I, I don't think I ever finished it, but I did play some of it. But it was a long time ago. I don't remember shit from that. I don't blame you. What I just love is that Steve Bloom played a man who literally had a magic power with his voice. And I was like, yeah, that fits perfect. Yeah, that does fit perfectly, man. He's very good. He is very good at Spike. And like I said, I'm I'm very strictly for this type of shit usually. A sub over dub person, but... Mm. man they really knocked it out of the park with that dub it's good so i think i'll bounce back and forth a little bit between them as weird as that is but i really like the japanese one too so oh he actually oh i forgot oh my god he was part of the multiplayer for the last of us i remember him going tourist oh my god okay he was in factions yeah no no i remember i remember it as soon as i saw that it clicked in my head that he was one of those voices that's so random i actually scratch another one (laughs) i never played factions so i wouldn't know but that's funny really i could have sworn that you at least dipped in a little no no i completely skipped over factions oh shit okay you screwed up before they they went they broke it and made it you know pay to win yeah (laughs) well that's that's the thing like i'm pretty I don't know, man. I, I've been pretty down and anti on factions too. If it comes and there's no pay to win microtransaction bullshit, I might give it a shot. You have to, but months. it would have to be free. I think it would have to be free. Like, I don't know if I'll pay for it. I think if anything, they're going to bundle it in with The Last of Us Remake, which I already don't want. So, Jesus Christ. I, don't know. I forgot that that exists. And it exists. Apparently, it's never been announced, but our good man, Schreier, said so. <sighs> yeah, our good man in the field, huh? <laughs> okay so yeah uh, he was additional voices in part two as well so i, I don't remember that because i think i might have blacked out most of that um okay so me <laughs> and <laughs> you, you saw how i just left no gap you know yeah no basketball. no let's, let's let's move on let's move on <laughs> uh i somehow bringing you back to college again i somehow again specifically remember where i was in college when i tried cowboy bebop and I was sitting in a computer lab and I think I was sitting at the computer and I was looking at like a lab report and I was like, I fucking hate this. I don't want to do this. I still have time. So I remember pulling out my phone, pulling out Hulu. And for some reason, Hulu has this thing where I think for anime, it separates it between dub and sub as like two different series. So I'm looking at this thing as just like Cowboy Bebop and Cowboy Bebop. I'm like, why do you do this? Why can't you have a label or something? And then it's only whenever you look at the episodes, it's like episode one, blah, 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 subbed, dubbed. I was like, why can't you just make it one episode and then change the fucking audio in the episodes? Okay, whatever. I don't care anymore. But 
I'm getting way too much into the minutia as I am to do. Uh, so I started watching it and I was like, yeah, you know what? This episode is fine. Of course, that opening, you hear that shit. You're like, oh, fuck yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I got to go pull up my saxophone and start fucking jamming with them. Right. And then once the episode ended and then the next episode wasn't immediately sequential, I was like, oh, no. Oh, I don't know if I want this. And I got like five episodes in and the fact that every episode just kind of started from zero. I was like, oh, man, you were so close. And then I dropped it. I still have I don't even. So, you know, you know how I had that promise where I still had to watch two animes yes. that I'm obligated yes. to. So I fucking have no I, I don't remember who I promised that to. I just know that they're still around <laughs> in my life. I just know that they listen. Maybe if people listen to this and be like, oh, shit, it's me text me please remind me if it's you or not because like if i watch this shit like i don't know who i have to report back to that kind of gives me a good out to not watch them but like you know i'm still gonna be a man of my work god damn it and i hate it so well you'd probably get like a random message to like a year later like where's my cowboy bebop like and i'm like oh fuck it is you that's who it is there we go <laughs> so yeah cowboy bebop that's actually still one that i'm promised to watch the other one is uh, full metal alchemist brotherhood uh so i just know cowboy bebop i'm gonna watch and i'll be like yeah that had its moments and then that'll probably it the closest thing that i will get to cowboy bebop is middling and I mean, that, even that's an improvement for your usual anime taste. Oh, well, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, let's, let's, like, considering how, and, and I'm with you this, but considering all the other animes I've tried to watch, even this year, so Serial Experiment Lane, uh, the first few episodes of Evangelion and then stuff I've tried to watch in the past, this for me has been so light year beyond better. Like, I'm actually genuinely enjoying it, but even if it's tolerable, it would be an improvement over anything else, like, anything else I've watched. So, yeah, correct. But you already know that I'm a snob. So, like, if something sure. is like that's passable, I'm just like, Really? That's just it? That's it? That's all you can give me? Sure, that's fair. God, I, I'm just so picky with my time. I don't remember who it was. I think there was someone who was older in the Discord that was like, oh man, you're still young and think your time matters. I'm like, wait, does my time not matter? <laughs> uh, like, I already don't care about myself, but I don't know if I don't not care about my time that badly yet. I don't know if that sentence made sense, but whatever. I think people understood the feeling. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Anything else about Cowboy Bebop besides no, just, just fantastic slammer those soundtracks are? Just yeah, like, I obviously can't give this a score yet because I haven't finished it, but it's that song out of ten so far. So uh, I will concur with the score. It is a. Mm. I think it's time mm -hmm. to blow this scene. Out of ten, just throw a saxophone in anything and we're golden. Golden. Three, two, one. Let's go. Oh no! Is it? Let's jam. Whatever. If it pisses off the weebs, I'm happy. Wait, is it still technically pissing off the weebs though? Uh, I mean, the weebs probably are like, oh, cowboy bebop. That's what everyone picks, so they're probably still pissed. So yeah, we'll, we'll go with it. Okay, good. You're like, why, why don't you like Gurin? I hear you off right away. No Gurin. Fuck off. <laughs> why don't you like the fourteen thousand year old woman that's actually trapped in an eleven year old's body? <laughs> it's not weird if you a cooch, okay? Yeah, fuck off, weebs. She's lived 1,400 lives, damn it. <laughs> All right. Okay, What is there anything else in weebs? I'm not going to throw anything else in weebs. I really don't think Judgment is weebs. I'm not throwing it in there. Do you have anything else, though? Okay, fuck it. I'm going to throw Call of Duty Black Ops 2 because I just... <laughs> <laughs> now, now you've pissed off the weebs. Congratulations. <laughs> 
<laughs> Slowly and but surely, Passive Pixels is just me shit posting verbally. Uh, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> God damn it. You see, you see, Dorian, I'm so ready to always want to fight you on the Discord, but once we get here, we have a common enemy in the weave, so I just never want to attack you that badly. You're an ally, um, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, until we get to, like, an actual topic, like The Last of Us 2. Oh, God, I said it. What did I say? I will be fine. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I gotta get... <laughs> okay, I, I feel like I had to release that. There's no, a lot of negative energy. Black Ops 2! Black Ops 2! Call of Duty Black Ops 2. I played one level, and I was like, oh, wow, this is actually a little different. There seems like there's actually a protagonist. There's actually a mission that feels inventive. And then you get back to the gameplay, and you're like, oh, it's still the same gameplay. But at least there was, like, a really cool section where you get to fly around in a, in a wingsuit, and you're basically base jumping. I was like, you know what? This is really cool. I don't have much control, but it looks really cool, and I'm okay with that. The bar for Call of Duty has been lowered so hard that this is impressive to me right now. And it seems like most of the modern, well, not, oh, okay, technically it is modern now because this game only yeah. happens in four years from now, in 2025. Terrifying. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, scary. I know. Oh, very. So, yeah, the modern day stuff ugh, is actually not bad. Anytime that it goes back to like Cold War shit in like the 80s, I'm just like, uh, I'd prefer not to do. Wait, no, hold on. I'm talking shit needlessly. Dude, they basically stole the horses from Uncharted 3. It was great. Like, they basically stole the horses from Uncharted 3 and had you run around this entire open area. You're riding a horse, you're shooting a gun, the horse just doesn't fucking care about bullets, and it's just like, I don't give a shit. It's In first it's person? So, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's so dumb, and, but it's like, it's also different, so I was like, you know what? I'm actually kind of feeling this, so... I haven't even played that much of it, honestly. I'm just impressed that this early on, like a mission or two in, I was shockingly enjoying myself more than I thought, except still at the end of the day, it's the exact same fucking gameplay. Always. God. It really is. Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. It, it is. <laughs> I know. I don't, like, I don't know what I expected. Why am I even complaining of this? Like, it, it is literally vegan walks into steakhouse and complains about the menu. Like, of course. Like, it's going to be there. But I don't know. I, I feel like I still wanted to compliment it more than I expected I was going to going into it. Yeah, well, that's fair. I've never actually, I don't think I've ever played Blops 2. So the last really mainline COD game I tried to play was probably Blops 1 which I hated. Mm. I did not enjoy Blops 1 at all. And mm. then that was it for me. I was out after that. And obviously you got me Infinity War, I think. Uh, it, so me? Infinity Ward is the developer's <laughs> oh, uh, Infinite uh, Warfare. Inf Infinite Warfare. That's the one. Okay. So that's the one you sent me. So I'm going to try that eventually. But yes, I don't think I've tried anything since Blop 1, except I did play some of the, the COD 4 uh, remake. Uh, but that doesn't really count. Uh, uh, but yeah, so it, I know all, little little nothing about this, but a horse that's like bulletproof sounds pretty cool. So no, 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 the horse isn't bulletproof. It's just like if you shot a gun on a horseback, that horse is kicking you off immediately. So right. I just love how in all of fiction, all these horses have nerves of steel. Like you're blasting a fucking M4 right next to them. They're just like, yeah, come, let, yeah, come on, let's keep going. Yeah, this is fine. So like, that's where I land on it. Like I got to ride a horse in a Call of Duty game. It's a, you're an improvement, a market improvement from the first game. Also, yeah, the 
one of the main characters from Black Ops 1 makes a return in this one. It's like 40 years later and he's narrating and he's just like this old man in a retirement home that obviously doesn't give a shit. So at least that is a fun through line because he's like, yeah, you kids are out here fighting a whole ass goddamn world war. You guys are going to sit here and talk to hear about me just bullshitting about my time in the Cold War. Like, it, it's at least it's fun. Like, it feels like this game understands, dude, it's a fucking Call of Duty game. Who cares? Like, Black Ops 1 felt like sometimes it could be too self-serious of like, yeah, man, we want to be like the deer hunter. It's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. So at least Black Ops 2 feels like it understands that it's dumb. So it kind of gets away with it a little. Yeah, it should never try to be overly serious with the COD games. I don't think that ever works out for it. At least nowadays. So, uh, yeah, Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2 is, I'm going to give it a score of maybe the next time that I don't know what to play and my wife wants me in the bedroom, I'll go ahead and uh, boot up the PS3 so I can play something in the room so she doesn't have me too far away out of 10. Oh, that is a long review. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna give it the uh, the prestigious score of uh, it's COD out of ten. Damn, damn! Out, out here an IGN ten out of ten. I see. Okay, incredible. Oh wait, no, sorry. They usually go nine out of ten for Call of Duty games. Okay. Nine point five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, is that all for weaves? Are we going to movies now? Yeah. Well, I have. If, we, if we're going to movies, I literally have no movies now. A lot of the movies you're gonna talk about, I really enjoy. So I'll have stuff to say, but it'll all be it'll be all you then. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I, I'm charging into the movie section. Uh, Lord of the Rings is here. Lord of the Rings is going to get its own special episode. Of course, our, our Keto Master, the man who helped me do the Before Trilogy and also helped out with the... I was about to say Black Swan, but that's not the right movie. Green Knight. Uh, <laughs> yes, thank you. You see some sort of some adjective and color. Yes, you're there. You were on the right track. <laughs> is it adjective or noun? I don't know anymore, man. This is why I graduated college, so I didn't have to think about this shit anymore. Um, yes, Green Knight. Uh, Sam, good good boy Sam is going to come and help talk to me about that because he loves Lord of the Rings. So uh, I'm not, I'm not going to dwell too much on this, but Lord of the Rings. Uh, before my wife and I went to Hawaii, uh, we left Thursday morning, like around 5 a.m. And I told her that the day before I wanted to take a nap and then just stay up until we left to the airport. And to stay up, we were going to watch all the Lord of the Rings movies, extended editions. Um, I didn't budget time properly. So we only ended up watching all of Fellowship and then three quarters of the first disc of two towers uh after that we went to hawaii i lost my headphones and my mask and my watch in hawaii and then i came back uh, okay you know no, no I'm, I'm not gonna do that i want to lean into it how that was the only things i have about hawaii but no i had fun damn it okay fine fine um after that we came back uh it, all of Monday was just a complete travel day. And then we came back Tuesday and we finished up all of Two Towers and Return of the King. I love these movies. They're very good. I don't know if I could ever put them in my favorite because they're all three going to go together. And the fact that all three of them is such a hard investment, it's probably going to be another decade before I watch them. But I love them very much. And they're getting a special episode. So that says everything that you need to know about that. Dorian, I toss it to you. Say whatever you want about Lord of the Rings, and as soon as you say that they're too long, I'm just going to stare at you because I'm assuming you just fell asleep through them. <laughs> so this this is going to be how to piss off everyone listening to this very quickly, because I'm imagining not a lot of people are going to dislike Lord of the Rings. Um, look, 
Look, I, 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 here's the weird thing. I actually really like Two Towers. I think Two Towers is a great movie. That is the only Lord of the Rings movie that I will say is a great movie. Um, I think Fellowship is fine. I think it's a fun movie. I think it just sets up for the sequels, though. And Return of the King, I'm not a big fan of. It's too long. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is. It's just too many false endings in that movie where I wanted it to be over. And I'm talking about the regular edition. I ain't even getting into the extended editions yet. So... I don't know. I, I think they're. I I appreciate. Let me let me put it this way. I appreciate the ambition in those movies. I think the soundtrack is. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, iconic. Uh, iconic. Thank you. Yes, they're absolutely iconic. The soundtracks in those movies, um, and there's a lot to love about them. But as a person who doesn't love the fantasy, high fantasy genre in general, I don't they're, either. They're not exactly high hits for me. Okay, I will say this just because it's something that I did want to pick up on. If I remembered, fuck ah. Shit, oh, no, what are going to say? Oh, no, man. now I remember. You're really, remember. You're, you're, you're cosplaying Leonard, uh, Leonard Shelby tonight, man. Leonard Shelby? Who the fuck is Leonard Shelby? Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, 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 fuck, ah, damn it. I was going to cut my, my stutter, and then you landed a good joke, so now I have to keep it in the edit. Fuck. <laughs> so, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, Lord of the Rings being three movies feels like it was three seasons of TV. Well, three short seasons of TV. So by the time that we got to Return of the King and you had the last hour being complete goodbyes after being this far into the golden age of TV where you have so many shows that will make their season finale just a long hour long goodbye in this universe now that we live in return of the king having an entire hour of goodbyes fits so perfectly more now than it did before so that's what i like about it initially i remember thinking just fucking end it just end it just end it but now that we're in a golden age of television where the last episode always ends up being a large goodbye to everyone and just being a curtain call this fits so perfectly now where i'm just like yes send everyone on their own goodbye and i was so happy about it so in, in the time might have changed that now. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I think the biggest thing I'd say to that is if you're totally invested in love Fellowship of the Ring and you and you love Two Towers and you love what came before it in Return of the King, then that hour I think is more acceptable and definitely you'll get away with it. But for me, I'm just not as big a fan as those other movies, so there wasn't as much investment in it for me. It's like if you watch like, I don't know. Uh, what's a TV show? Let's say Dexter, for instance, and you and you and you hate like a couple of seasons of that, and then you make it to the end, and then you get an hour long goodbye. You're not going to be very tolerable for that because you didn't really love the show. So it's still so weird, Michael. What is it that you? Di- okay, so I know that it's not okay. The reason why I don't even want to focus on the that not being your genre is because like it's not my genre either. Like right. it's literally in that camp. It's just Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones. Like that's it. Like I don't know if there's anything else that ever comes into that camp. So the fact that you're saying it's not, it's like, what is it about you that still keeps it away? I think uh, Fellowship specifically, I think it's a fine movie. I just think it's, I really think a lot of it is just here. We're setting this up as the first piece for the sequels. And it just feels like it ends on such like a hard note for me. And it's hard to judge that by itself. I think it's a fine movie. It just, for me, it just doesn't hit it. Two Towers, I really enjoy. I think Two Towers has some great battles. Like I said, it's the favorite of the three. I think there's a lot that I like about that movie. Kind of get the same issue at the end, but obviously at that point you're used to it because you know they're going for the trilogy. And then with Return of the King, I don't know, man. I I, I just, nothing really clicks in that movie for me. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just because I like but not love the other movies. I wish I could explain it. It's been a while since I've tried to see him, so I'm not completely fresh on them. But like, I know this is blasphemy. I don't know if you're listening, Dad, but if you're listening to this, he's going to fucking 
beat the shit out of me for this because these are his favorite movies of all time. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's Return of the King never did it for me. Like even even before the hours and what feels like hours of false endings. So I don't know. It is so weird to me because Fellowship feels like the thing that, yeah, if they never made another one, it would hurt. But the fact that the whole movie is about the Fellowship trying to get them together and then they fracture off at the end. I feel like that is way more of a satisfying ending. No, no. Even Two Towers feels like it has a good ending. Fuck. Okay, I don't know if I can say that. Because, like, Two Tower ends with the trees taking down Isengard and flooding it, and then you have Helm's Deep. So, like, even Two Towers feels like it leaves on a satisfying note. Fuck. Okay, this is going to be really hard to... I wanted to give you credence, but now I just talk myself out of it. No, I give you no quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's fair. But I think I, I think we just see a little bit different on this, because even with... The, I think we, we brought it up in the past with Final Fantasy VII Remake. You're completely content if they never make another part to that. And for me, if they never made another part to that, it would ruin it for me. So I, I don't know. I think we just kind of have different perspectives on those sorts of things. For me, the reason why I'm okay with that is because if I can sacrifice plot for character, I will always do that. So the fact that Final Fantasy VII at least has... Okay. No, Final Fantasy VII is a bad excuse for that. So Final Fantasy VII at least has a narrative... Well a meta narrative more than anything else yeah. that it wants to yeah. argue for that by the end of final fantasy seven remake, I feel like that argument is completely tied up and like done that. I'm happy that if they never made another one fellowship of the ring, at least still has that through line of the fellowship. And then they break up. Like it feels like there was a rise to make sure that everyone was going to work together. And then the ring breaks them all down. So I feel like it still has that narrative through line that even if there was never another, I feel like it'd still be satisfied because it gave me that satisfying through line through there so you on the other hand go for it. i guess i just have issue with unresolved plot lines like obviously if lord of the rings if you ended a fellowship of the ring what the fuck happens with the ring uh, you know there's some bullshit like there was just never another one they yeah, I mean, like, some bullshit they all die it's great <laughs> Get, tell me that in an epilogue then but like i just i i hate plot lines that are unresolved now if we're finishing off a complete show in a series and you're leaving some things ambiguous then that's different i'm okay with that but I think it's clear to me that there's stuff left ambiguous and unsolved in Final Fantasy VII Remake or Fellowship of the Ring that if those ended on that, I would have an issue with that personally. Better to have loved and lost than to have never loved at all. We, I mean, we hey, disagree on that. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I don't want to love at all. I'd rather just lose. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> okay, that was more time than I wanted to give Lord of the Rings at all. Yeah, yeah here, let's move but... on. Enjoy, enjoy the special episode, people. You'll love it. Great, great people on that one. Jesus Christ. That's that's two special episodes now that I promised. Perfect Blue and Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, we I still do Perfect there's... Blue, too. Yeah, dude, there's still a third one out there that I think I've mentioned, oh, but I don't remember it off the top of my head, but... <sighs> God damn it. I really got to stop saying these. I need to start doing this shit. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is going out of 10. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, oh, oh, let's score them. This will piss you off. Uh, let's go. Fellowship of the Ring will go uh, 5.56 out of 10. Two Towers will go 7.58 out of 10. And then Return of the King will be like a 4.5 out of 10. You motherfucker. They destroyed the ring. The Eagles came to save us. Frodo and Sam cried. Share the and load. this is how you treat them. Share the load, Frodo. I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. The music's so good. I'll never <laughs> knock the music. Amazing music in that movie.
fucking Howard Shore, wherever you are, man, just pat yourself on the back right now. You could have just came Iconic. here, done the Lord of the Rings soundtrack, and then given up completely, and you would have still been one of the greatest. Iconic. <sighs> okay. What else do I have in movies? Is is it? Oh, is Memento really the next thing? Is that the only two movies that I watched? Okay, Memento it is. Ooh, uh, Memento. Let's go. I will let you handle this because I know you fucking love this oh. movie. Go ahead. Go how you want. You're off the leash. Oh, Memento. Okay, let's talk about Memento. This is my third favorite movie of all time, and it's really special to me. Um, I've seen this movie. So I, The Dark Knight, I think I've seen the most, but I've definitely seen this movie the second most of any of my movies that are even close to that stratosphere. Classic movie starring Guy Pierce, Carrie Ann Moss, Joel Pantoliano. Pant- Joey Pants. Just, say, just Joe, Joey, Joey Pants. Pants. Joey Pants, do not believe his lies. Uh, this movie's fucking outstanding. And okay, I'm the biggest Christopher Nolan fanboy in the world. I will not simp. Say uh, simp. Now we're simp. going simp. I, You're hardcore. Oh, You're hardcore about that. I simp for Nolan. I admit it. I and I'm proud of it. What I would not give to get another movie like this from him again. And I don't think we will. And that kind of makes me a little bit sad. I mean, he's been trying to do his the rest of his career. Well, and I think he's just doing. Look, I love his movies. This is going to sound very negative. I don't mean this to be so negative. I love his movies. But I think he's just it's too much. It's too more. If he just scaled back his budget and went down a little bit and kind of did something a little bit smaller and more focused, I think he'd be there again, personally. Um, anyways, though, this movie's fantastic. It's. What I love so much about this movie is the way it's shot specifically. And it's the, so the whole movie it's about shot or edited. Well, shot and edited. Okay. Edited. Yeah, definitely more edited, but I think it's shot beautifully too. But yeah, yeah. it's, it's edited so well in the sense that basically the movie's about a man with memory loss. Uh, it's specifically, it's a entro grade amnesia and he's unable to store recent memories. So he can, he remembers old stuff. But anything recent, like after this attack that happens, he does not remember. And the movie is edited in such a way that it makes you feel like him. (laughs) And I don't want to go more into that without spoiling it. But it's edited that way just to make you feel janky, not knowing what the fuck's going on. And you really do feel like you're Leonard Shelby. That's his character uh, in the movie. And you really feel like Batman. You do, you do. And it's so fucking well done. And every time I've watched this movie, I pick up on something I did not pick up on before. There's always an extra little clue or an extra little like thing I didn't notice. And I appreciate that about this movie so much. This movie is one of the coolest DVDs I've ever owned. This fucking DVD, it was like a patient file for him. And you'd have to like enter in little puzzles in order to just even watch the fucking movie. There was like, the, and then all these little puzzles would open up special features and things like that. One of the cool, like I said, one of the coolest DVDs I've ever owned. But my favorite fucking thing, and again, I'm not going to spoil anything. I mean, we can talk spoilers later if you want. But. Oh, we will. Um, I'm not explaining anything right now, but there's three, I think there's two or three different director commentaries on here. And I think it's with, they're all with Nolan and I forget if they're the same people or if it's different people with them. I'm thinking it's different people, but whenever they get to the ending to talk about the ending in each director's commentary, Nolan changes his interpretation of the ending just to fuck with people. (laughs) To me, it's so brilliant. Like, I love it. It's like, no, this is what I intended for the ending, and it's different in every single one. The fucking bastard. So it's just... he knows what he's doing. Oh, he knows exactly what he's doing, and it's so great. So, yeah, I'm a huge fan of this movie. I could gush about it all day, but you just recently watched it, so what do you think? I know it stayed on the shelf, so that's good. Okay, so Memento was... I think it might be, like, the second oldest Blu-ray that I have. 
in, in my collection. I pulled it from the collection a while back. I was like, you know what? I haven't watched this in a while. Let's reevaluate it. Let's see if it's worth it. And of course, I put it on. By the way, I feel like you even I know that you're trying to keep it vague. I don't feel like it's dangerous to let people know that it's a movie that plays backwards. Like, I feel like that's the easy way to get people in. So you tend to be in the same spot where he is, where he doesn't remember. So the movie is edited in a certain way where you are put in his shoes so much harder than if this movie played it straight. So I feel like that's safe to say, right? Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So watching this movie, I was ready to be like, okay, you know what? I remember a lot of this movie. I do. But even as I was watching it, I was still put so hard back into his shoes. That, well, okay, you know what? Just because I don't want to accidentally spoil things, let's just go ahead and go super surface level and just say, I like it. It stayed on the shelf. All right. It is there. Now let's go. I'm just going to count it down. If you want to listen to this and you haven't watched the movie, God help you. You should probably go watch this. You know, it's really fucking good. We both like it. So it's uh, just three, two, one. Oh, shit. I forgot what I used to do. I used to just spoil things at the very beginning of spoiler um, countdown. So I knew that if they listen to this, they get fucked over immediately. So now that I already counted down, uh, Leonard lied to himself about Teddy and he just made Teddy his John G. So congrats. I just ruined it for you. Fuck you. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. Don't don't believe Teddy's lies. Yeah, exactly. Which in the end was Leonard's lies. Yeah. And that's the way I've always interpreted this movie. And I think that's the safest interpretation. There are actually people out there that believe that Teddy's trying to help him and telling the truth, but I don't. Or, or, or sorry, that uh, that well, te- okay. Let's I mean, go straight into way, it. Yeah, yeah. The way I look at it is this: basically, Teddy actually did help him. I think kill yes. maybe the killers originally, and then I think he realized that like this wasn't going to help him, so he yes. keeps like getting other criminals, and then like he's, he basically kind of plays like a fucked up Batman. Like he'll get these other criminals that are scumbags and get fucking Leonard to kill them and pretend that those are the guys. And then he just ends up as Leonard's target, unfortunately for Teddy. Um, and he gets fucking got to. That's actually pretty close to how I read it, except I don't think it's like fucked up Batman. What I tend to read it as is that, I, okay, do you think Teddy is still a cop or no? That's a good question. I would say no, probably by this point. I don't think so. Okay, because part of me feels like he might still be a cop and like maybe he still has those connections to know, oh, some of these <laughs> drug dealers, you know, I could use Leonard to go fuck them over and then we can go and basically pocket this money so I can keep helping you fund, you know, this uh, detective game that you keep yeah, playing. Since you that, never that's kind of, well, that's exactly what I think. I think it's just whether he's a detective or not, that's what he's doing. He has sources some way. But yeah, he might still be a detective and getting that's how he's getting them for sure. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like even when Teddy goes, what? No, you get half. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that just explained right there how they're able to keep doing this over and over and over again. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Spot on, spot on. Um, And we should mention, too, since we're in spoilers now, uh, as the entire thing going, there's a second story, basically, that's I believe this one's a black and white where Mm -hmm. he's talking about Sammy Jenkins, who Mm -hmm. is a basically he's saying he was an insurance agent, old insurance claim of him. It's basically the story is a parallel and it turns out that he really is just fucking Sammy Jenkins. Um, Mm -hmm. Is he? Well, that's that's yeah. I mean, that's another one of the mysteries of the movie. Is he Sammy Jenkins or not? Good point. Uh, Because that's never explained either. I I lean towards that he is. But yeah, no, I do, too. But I also feel like there may have been 
a sammy jenkins there might have been oh yeah at one point yeah i feel like maybe he just lied to himself because he couldn't deal with the guilt of his wife dying i love this movie because this is when somebody points to this movie and and you want to compare it with anything else in nolan's library and this is just what i love i'm a big fan of movies that are just so ambiguous to them that you can kind of draw your own interpretations and and uh conclusions but there's really no definitive right or wrong answer. There's a bunch of different things you can look at in this movie. And that's kind of why I had a problem with the prestige. As much as I love the prestige and I think it's a good movie, they spell everything out for you right at the fucking end. Like they literally spoon feed you every last fucking bit of that ending. And it pisses me off because it takes any of the ambiguity out of it. And mm, it just bothers me. But with this movie, everything is left so open-ended and ah, I love it. It's so good. Okay. So Leonard basically him lying to himself about teddy so of course we know the entire movie we know that eventually he does get teddy yes he just kind of screws himself over at this point doesn't he like at yeah. this point yeah yeah this is well teddy's been the one that's controlling it right like he, yeah. the only reason this has been able to keep going on is because of teddy without teddy it's all gonna come crashing down like you gotta figure that's the last one i, I don't know how he would keep going oh wait actually just one another direction that i want to go into that flashback at the very end where he's like i need to believe that when i close my eyes the world is still here and you get a flash of him laying on his bed with his wife and he has a tattoo that says i did it yes that tattoo existed it must have fucking existed <laughs> i know i know so where the i guess did he get it removed like what, what happened yeah I think so. Like, I really do think that he might have killed a the right John G. He probably went back. He even got a tattoo. Maybe at that point is when he accidentally killed his wife. His mind just broke and was just like, even though he. okay, so I guess I got to get the timeline properly. He gets the he gets the amnesia, whatever. Look, I can say the actual proper term. That's too many syllables. He gets the (laughs) amnesia. He then kills the right John G. He goes back to his wife. He then kills his wife. And then his mind breaks and he starts doing all of this. So like in my mind, that's how it plays out. So I wouldn't be shocked if somehow since that was his last memory, I wouldn't be shocked if his brain was just always set to fuck. I didn't do it. And even if he looks at his chest is like, oh, wait, I did get revenge. I wouldn't be shocked if even if he sees it, he's like, fuck i'm not satisfied i don't think that i actually did it so i wouldn't be shocked if maybe that's where his mind sent him how do you feel about that no i agree with that like think about i mean put yourself in his shoes so your wife is dead now you're blaming this john g for it and you cannot remember getting revenge and killing somebody but it fuels you it angers you that's all you can think about would you be satisfied if you couldn't remember that Fuck no. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, there's no yeah. way I could be. So, I mean, not to defend his actions in the movie, but like, I, I get it, right? Like, that oh, no, fuck that. Dude, dude it's a person who broke into his house and yeah. tried to murder his wife and raped her. No, that, just absolutely hang this man by his fucking balls using right. a club spike. Exactly. And you finally did that. You got your revenge and you don't fucking remember it? Mm. Mm. Dude that picture of him just smiling and pointing at his chest oh i know by the way what i love guy pierce so good in this movie yes so it honestly pisses me off that guy pierce didn't get involved no i don't know it pisses me off that all three of these people didn't get involved with the mafia that nolan started creating in the past 
Yeah, they're all amazing actors. Guy Pierce, Carrie Ann Moss, uh, Joey P. Pants. Um, Joey Pants. They're, Joey Pants. They're great actors. I would love to see them, especially Guy Pierce, man. Like the fact that he has not been involved in any other Nolan movie, criminal in my opinion, because I think uh, Guy Pierce is a criminally underrated actor as well. I think he's very good. And especially in this role, he is just outstanding in this one. You're going to hate this. The last. Okay, no. No, no. Okay, never mind. The statement I was going to say that was going to piss you off was the last big movie he was in was Iron Man 3. <laughs> That's probably not wrong. That, but, but apparently, oh, no, never mind. That doesn't count. He was uncredited in Alien Covenant, but, but he was in Mary Queen of Scots. And while that isn't that big of a movie, it was a big movie in the indie scene. So fine. All right. That one. That one counts, but yeah, it's actually kind of wrong that Guy Pierce just has not seemed to have a career relative to his skills. Wait a minute. Hold on. He was in Mayor of Easttown. Okay, you know what? Good for him. Uh, have you heard of <laughs> Mayor of Easttown or no? I've heard of it. I've never seen it, but I have heard of it. All I know is that Mayor of Easttown apparently got like a good amount of love at the not the Oscars, the Academy Awards this year. So I was like, oh, okay, you know what? Good for them. Good for uh, Kate Winslet. I'm so happy for you. And then now that I see that Guy Pierce was in it, I was like, oh, okay, you know what? Good for you. That's a win for you too. Yeah, he, there hasn't, like, I'm looking at his filmography now. There's not a ton in there since uh, oh, Iron Man 3. Like, I mean, you know, before <laughs> that, like, before that, he, like, I, he was in Lawless, which I really enjoyed. Uh, Prometheus, which, not fucking Lawless. <laughs> obviously, that's definitely. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. One. He was Peter Whalen in both yes. of them. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Weird. And then even dating back, one of my favorite movies he was in was L.A. Confidential back in 1987. Oh, yeah. He was great in that, that, too. So. He's been in a lot of movies I've really enjoyed. Uh, Memento is obviously my favorite, though. Like, that's a hard role to pull off. That's not an easy fucking role to pull off. And and he does in spades. One other thing I want to mention, too, I was talking about the DVD stuff earlier. Uh, One of the cool things, too, is you can literally actually enter in a code and watch the movie in chronological order, which I think is neat. Does not nearly work nearly as well as the edited version, but still neat. No, I just love the idea that you have the um the climax in the middle of the movie and you just yeah. keep going. It's like now we're just going through the motions. We Yeah, it's 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 strange. Oh, and the movie's genuinely funny too. Like that one part where he's like, Am I chasing him or is he chasing me? And the guy shoots him. He's like, Okay, no, I'm being chased. He's chasing me. <laughs> like there's some genuinely funny movies moments in the movie too. So. He says it's... it so fucking monotone. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's so like the delivery is perfect on that. It's so good. Dude, Dude, I love whenever he wakes up on. Well, okay, yeah, no, he does wake up. Whenever he wakes up on the bathroom and he's just like, "I don't feel drunk." <laughs> yeah, that's so I good. love that he showers in this man's hotel. Imagine, imagine being uh, Dodd. Imagine you get into your hotel room, you hear the shower going, and you just have a naked man come out and start beating you down. You're like, dude, this day's the fucking worst. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And yeah, we barely talked about her, but Carrie Ann Moss is in this too, and she's tremendous. She's fantastic. Dude, oh um, my god, what I love yeah. more than anything else is that the entire movie you just change scene from scene of how you should feel about her yes like oh man she's a good person oh man she's a fucking dick you're an (laughs) asshole and then you find out oh guy pierce stole your boyfriend's clothes that you saw him earlier in the day and showed up in his fucking car and is just looking at you like hey yeah i was supposed to be here with the note that you gave your boyfriend (laughs) And you're just like, okay, yeah, you know what? 
completely deserved. Go go ahead, Carrie Ann Moss, spit in that cup even spit harder. In that cup. <laughs> yeah, it's they play with her character so well. It's yeah. Mm. By the way, just one thing I noticed in the credits, I didn't know that Wally Pfizer was like this long working with Nolan. Uh, yes. Wait, do you know who? Oh, yes. Okay, I do, you do, yes. He's an amazing cinematographer. I, I love his work. Oh, so uh, people, of course, because you probably don't know, because, you know, if you're listening to this, you know me. And if I know you, you don't know what cinematography is, you fucking bastards. Uh, so, uh, Memento, uh, cinematography. Uh, Wally Pfizer is the cinematographer on, I think, like almost all of christopher nolan's movies does that sound right hold on uh he is cinematographer until Memento, insomnia until... batman begins until the dark knight rises no no oh 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 up until the dark knight rises up until okay. the dark knight rises yeah yeah i think he does okay. everything okay that's a shame i wonder what happened afterwards okay oh well, whatever i know he decided to do his own thing and started directing movies for a little <laughs> bit and now i think he might be retired if i recall so Dude, that movie fucking... I heard that movie that he first directed fucking sucked. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Transcendence. Cinematography. <laughs> Dude, Transcendence is always hilarious because to me, it just always looked like they were like, okay, Johnny Depp, we want you in our movie. And he's just like, I don't want to do it. And they're like, no, 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 look, look, look. You can stay at home, get into your closet, get on the green screen, and just talk. And he's going to be like, okay, sure, cool. And they send him over the MP4s and like fuck we should have probably given him more direction oh well he already got his money just fucking put it in the movie and figure out how to make it work <sighs> i'm sorry wally you, you give me bad reviews combined with johnny depp i'm out that's enough for me I'm, I'm done there is a theory that i've had with this movie the more that i've watched it and every single time it solidifies for me so i'm gonna give you a question and i want to see how you answer it sure. have you ever thought about how leonard ends up resetting so i have a theory that loud noises trigger him to yes. reset yes, yes oh okay yes, yes, yes. okay yes. you picked up on this that is the thing this, this is the thing no that's absolutely correct i think it is okay because like of course there is the trash can closing whenever carrie ann moss closes the trash can yeah there's her dropping the cup there's the car door there's so many loud noises that end up cutting the scene that end up being the reset point where I wouldn't be shocked if it's something that is part of the trauma for whenever he actually got his head smacked into the wall that now just a loud noise is prone to trigger him to reset. Yeah, well, that's like when they get that loud head smack, that's basically when it starts. That's the first thing, right? So yeah. I, I bang on, bang on. I, I think it's definitely been mentioned before, and I do remember that. Again, I don't think it's ever been fully confirmed, but again, no one's never going to fully though. confirm any of his shit, right? He's just going <laughs> to leave it ambiguous, but I think that's absolutely correct. So. what else is there anything else because it's i hate this there's so much good oh. about this movie that i've i feel like i'm forgetting stuff literally like every nolan movie i mean i mean you don't agree with this but for me personally every nolan movie i could do a special episode on because there's so much shit in there to talk to me about um let me see is there anything we're forgetting about memento specifically uh, oh well i mean okay we both hate reading but it is based off a short story by jonathan nolan his brother memento mori but it's good i miss jonathan reading. nolan so much i know i do too man i do i agree with you i wish no, you i don't. wish it... no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, though. I wish they would get back together i really do because whenever they work together i mean you have this and you have inception which are two of my favorite things and uh i think interstellar too which again i love 
So, mm, which we can agree on Interstellar and Inception. You like Inception too, don't you? I, I know, but the thing is that people are more polarized on Inception. That I feel like it matters if I say that we're to. Oh no, sorry. People are more polarized oh, when it comes to Interstellar. Interstellar. That I feel like it makes more sense to say that. Yeah, like, I don't. Who doesn't like Inception? Unless you're like you're five head or something. Like, I don't that, know what's that, wrong with you. That's true. That's true. You're right. Interstellar. And to to some extent, I can understand people's complaints about Interstellar, but. I don't know. There's a lot of good in that movie for me that just overrides it. Like I said, um, I'm willing to sacrifice plot for character all the time. And that yeah. final third act is sacrificing plot for character. Yeah. Like, hold on. I'm going to send you something quick here. Cause oh, we yeah. need to see yeah. this. This is cool. Uh, da, 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 da. So this is like literally a screenshot from the DVD menu. And it's like, obviously none of you can see it, <laughs> but it's like, like you literally have to go through and select objects and like select them in certain orders just to fucking access the movie and do shit. In it. So it's so cool. Okay. I'm going to try and describe it. What it looks like is if you were to trying, it looks like if you were trying to test someone on memory, it reads, examine the set of objects below, select the objects from this set that were not shown to you previously. It looks like you would have to select those things, obviously, and I assume that in the DVD menu, you would have to test out and you'd have to select the right things to get to the menu. Yeah, to, well, to get certain things, right? So, like, if you collected ah. it, if you click things in a certain order, it would basically start the movie or it would start the movie in chronological order or things like that. And I believe I want to say there was like a little guide or hint in the DVD book itself, but yeah, it was so cool. That's insane. And I can already tell that I'd be so annoyed. <laughs> Oh, it was, it was, yeah, if you just wanted to watch the movie, you, you probably wouldn't like it too much, but I mean, it was a special edition, like you didn't, there was obviously a standard DVD and shit, and I, and I have a standard Blu-ray for it too, but <laughs> give, me a, give me a fucking Memento, I was going to say a, a steelbook, there is one, but it's fucking expensive, but give me a, a Memento 4K uh, cut, please. I, I, anything else before we move on? I don't know. No, I, I think that's good, man. Like I said, we could literally do a whole special episode on it, but in the context of the show, I think we've explained quite a bit and it, it's a fantastic movie please 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 if you've never seen this and you're somewhat interested definitely check this out all right uh memento is gonna be it got on the shelf out of 10 yeah that's a prestigious rating right there uh mm-hmm. it's my th- it's my third favorite movie of all time so i mean it's amazing you so, hate the it third favorite movie out of, yeah exactly third favorite <laughs> movie of all time out of 10 all right that'll work uh is that it for movies yes Yes, I think it is. Okay, let's go into games. Do you have a whole bunch that you want to knock out immediately? Because I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, yeah. Do you want to just like bounce back and forth between? Like, I've, I've got a couple things to say about a couple of these, but not too too much. So. Okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and just bounce back and forth for the sure. ones that we just gonna drop a little info on and then move on. Sure. So, okay, cool. uh, first off, I have Haven. Uh, Haven is a small little indie game that I assume is a relationship simulator between two characters and. Honestly, I don't really know what it is yet. I just played it a little bit on Switch because I yo-hoed it to figure out if I wanted to buy the limited run edition. I liked it. The soundtrack was great. The art style is great. Um, I really don't understand what the gameplay is yet, but it is fluid enough that I am happy with it. So I bought it on limited run games and will get to me in like four months. And honestly, I'm itching to have already played it. So it's going to be a long wait, but not really because I'm pretty sure I'm going to forget about it really quickly. Uh, But Haven, very good. Oh, I forgot to mention as well. It's from the same developers that made Fury, F-U-R-I. So if you know that one, 
you kind of know what Haven looks like. A- anything about this before we move on? Two things. One, I find that hilarious because from what I've heard of Haven, what I've heard of Fury, they sound like completely different games. Very. Uh, so that's funny. Uh, and two, I actually really want to play this too. Uh, it's on my Xbox Game Pass uh, list to play. <coughs> what? <laughs> it's free Whoa. on there, right? I never. Uh, but it free. looks really good. Free, free, free. <laughs> yeah, free, free, free. Triggered. Um, but it looks... It looks really good. So I actually want to check that out. I've had a friend uh, of mine recommend that to me. Um, he said it's a really good game. So definitely one I plan on checking out too eventually. It's on my list. It is a very charming game from what little I've played. I'm going to go ahead and give it a Danger soundtrack out of 10. By the way, the artist's name is Danger who did the soundtrack. So it's not Danger, like Dangerous soundtrack. No, like the artist's name is Danger. So Danger soundtrack out of 10. I'll give it a... Uh... Check it out eventually out of 10. Good enough. Okay, go ahead for yours. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Life is Strange True Colors. Um, okay, I'm going to hang myself. Have, yeah, don't worry. We'll keep it brief. So I actually have a, uh, uh, as I like to call it, a love and empathy cast with my good friend Straw Hat Ninja, uh, who he does the Weebs of the Corn podcast. If you were at hey, all Weeb, on. you should check it out. We need to tie, we need to tie it back. Uh, he was the person that did the... 13 Sentinels podcast with us like 17 years ago. Yes, feels like 17 years ago, doesn't it? <laughs> that was right. not originally supposed to be a special episode, but turned into a special episode, like I said. This uh, is why I don't plan <laughs> shit properly. <laughs> yeah, I heard. How, how, like, how did you mismanage the Lord of the Ring movie so bad? <laughs> I, I forgot to ask that. I wanted to know, ask that. Wait, okay. Define mismanage. But they're so long. You know this. So how did you time it so you only go through three quarters of the first disc of two towers? Okay, look, because, okay, <laughs> the thing is that I, th- okay, the timeline is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday, we were going to have our flight like at 6 a.m., right? And then I thought that Tuesday we would pack. So then Wednesday, immediately once she got off of work and then I got off of work, we would just take a nap as soon as we both got home. Well, she got home. I would wait for her. And then we'd wake up and like it would be like a short nap and then watch all of them. However, I am dumb and just for some reason don't remember that 12 hours is 12 hours. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think what it is for me is that 12 hours in my head was more like, Oh, 12 hours. You mean like 12 episodes. So 45. Look, I don't understand. Okay. This is the closest thing I have to my mental logic. I'm fucking right. dumb. Okay. Right. So I was like, oh, each it's 12 45 minute episodes. And then I get here. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're real ass four hours. Fuck. <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, that explains it. Not really. I'm dumb. Right. The answer. Yeah. There, there, there's, there's the explanation. All right. I mean, I'm terrible with time, too. So I don't blame you. Um, okay. So anyways, yeah, so I go into detail of Strahd. So if you have any interest in this game, feel free to check that out. That'll be out in a couple of months, probably at some point, but down the line. Uh, but oh, I will say it's Straw Hat. God damn it. I was going to be like, oh, I'll link it here. But now you get no chance of linking. OK, fuck you, Straw Hat. How dare you? Uh, I love this game, though. I think it's absolutely fantastic. It's my second favorite game of the year so far. I hate you so uh, much for that statement. <laughs> God I, it, damn it. There, there are very few games I play that I have a smile or like literally that gif, you know, I send of like Alex with all the emotions. I literally I hate it, all those hate emotions it. playing the game. It's so good. It. Uh, oh, my God. This is burning <laughs> me right now. <laughs> it was just so much love and empathy to go around in that game. And oh. it, made, it made me happy. Um, I teared up five times. I, mean, I counted it five times. I had I, I had some welled up tears in my eyes. The biggest for my boy Ducky. Shout out Ducky, man! What a great character. Love my boy Ducky so much. 
Um, yeah, it's just, it was an outstanding experience. It's actually t- uh, topped, uh, went ahead of uh, Resident Evil Village for me. In my top five games of the year so far. So it's not on the same level as Returnal, but it's second place for me right now. Uh, just a phenomenal experience. And I even ended up liking it more than the first game. And I have a lot of really positive feelings and emotions about that first game. I will say the ending wasn't as strong as the first game, but just the the characters and the world and the lore they build here, it was so much better. Like the writing is better in this game. Shout out to Ryan Clement, man. Great fucking writer. IGN okay, I'll shout, shout out to Ryan Clements just because I love that, man. Thank, thank yeah, you. He's, thank a, you. he's <laughs> a good man. Um, but yeah, so... I'll stop torturing it now. That's uh, if you want to hear more, go on there. Great, great game. I, I just, I'm, I don't know what makes me more mad. Is it happiness? Is it the fact that it's your happiness, or is it the fact that this game is supposedly positive? I don't know, and I think it vacillates between which one I'm more mad about. The answer is yes. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. You're starting to pick up on that line. Yeah, I got it now. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll go ahead and score it. Eight point five out of ten. I hate this. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna focus on a different direction of my anger. I give it a weeb out of ten. <laughs> there you go. I don't worry. I mean, it's gonna be on weebs of the cord. So if it's... why the fuck do I just bully weebs so badly? <laughs> oh fuck! I hear you, man. They're 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 very believable. So. Dude, I think it's just my middle school years. Like, I feel like I if I didn't get into anime around there, like I wouldn't be as harsh on anime as I am. <laughs> Fair. All right, that was very positive. So, do you got something you hate next? pray no. Oh. <laughs> no 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 i'm not i'm not i can't i can't i'm just, oh, that, that, was, hurt. That, that hurt that was meaner than i wanted to be oh, oh fuck that hurt. <laughs> no, that hurt so okay bad. look look i'm not gonna talk about pray yet okay <laughs> god damn it i want to i because i said that i feel like i need to go into pray fuck now it. To no, let's myself. Pray. okay let's no 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 i mean i look how about this i will speed through the next shit so we can no, right. No, no, I'm not even going to, okay? We're just going to keep the same fucking order back and forth, okay? I'm right, just going to go, let the prey go. joke sit now. It's going to fester. And it's going to annoy both of us. <laughs> God damn it. Halo Infinite Tech Test. Yeah. Green man shoot, shoot, and it's fun. Thank John God. Halo There's a Infinite. chance that this might be good. Yes, John Halo Infinite. <laughs> I try to play this shit and try to stream it, and my beefy-ass PC that oh. should totally be able to handle it, 343 fucked it up and started crashing my computer to where the image for Halo Infinite would not load until I click a different program and then click back on Halo Infinite. So um, I'm going to give it a 0 out of 10. John Halo Infinite shoot, shoot, very nice, but crash my computer. Fuck you, John Halo. Fuck you, 343. I hate all of you. You made Halo 5. Fuck off. Ed, how many times do I have to say this? It's not 343. It's not your computer. Phil is on to the fact that you keep saying he has no games. Now, I know this is true, but you're exposing the biggest secret in Xbox history, and he's not going to take it lying down. You need to stop. Okay, He's going to kill you. There's going to be a shout out to all the Xbox out there. Halo Gears Forza. Halo Gears Forza. Halo Gears Forza. Phil out here giving you the same slop over and over and over again, but except there's no games, okay? Every single time that you boot up Halo, nah, man, that's a fucking YouTube video from 2007, okay? You want to play Gears? Nah, nah, nah. That ain't fucking real. All right, Forza, you want to drive a car? Dude, drive a real car in real life, you fucking idiot. Absolute idiots. Moronic. Phil Spencer, get at your boy. Come for me. Shout out to Andreas, the level-headed gamer. (laughs) (laughs) 
I I really did create a podcast just to piss everyone off, didn't I? <laughs> oh man! All right, we should probably move on. <laughs> I really should rename this show to just shit posting. Uh, yeah, no shit. Uh, I give it. A, I'll never play the multiplayer out of ten, but I'm excited for the campaign. Please don't fuck it up. Three, four, three out of ten. They're gonna fuck it up. At oh, least oh, oh. the sh- the shooty shooty will be fun. Yeah, I mean, just please don't be as bad as Halo 5. Jesus fucking Christ. I can't. If Infinite's campaign is even close to as bad as Halo 5, that this series will be dead to me. So, I will be done. <laughs> no, to be... F- okay, no. Close, close. If it's... Okay. If it's even as half as bad as Halo 5, is that still successful? Fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's so bad, so maybe. Yeah, fuck. I don't, I don't know. Jesus Christ. Because, like, that's the thing. If it's that bad, and if it goes half, then that means at least, like, oh, wow, that's a really market improvement, at least. No, that's true. Fuck. Yeah, you might be right. (laughs) Okay. uh, At least because I was shitposting way too much there, I'm positive on Halo Infinite. I like the shooty shoot. It feels really good. That's that's all I got. Are we going on now? Yeah, let's go on. Do you uh, got another one you want to throw on there? Because I have a few things to say about the next ones, but if you got another one, you jam in. Go ahead. Uh, Okay, got it. I got two more that I need to kick out. Uh, yeah. Sea of Thieves. Uh, I was playing Prey the other day, which, um, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was playing Prey, and I was still not enjoying myself. And I had uh, a Ben Smith of Handsome Phantom fame and a, a Sacred Symbols fame and Last Stand Media and all that. Jesus Christ, this man just has so many credentials. Um, he was he had a stream off of Sea of Thieves as he does. Um, ben is handsome if you want it. There you go. Boom. Free advertisement. Uh, okay. Uh, so Jesus Christ, I really should be getting paid for this shilling. I've shilled, what, two or three things now? Whatever. Um, so he was playing Sea of Thieves, and because I was playing Prey, I was just like, man, I'm not feeling this. And he was like, yeah, I'm playing Sea of Thieves. You want to join me? Hey, you haven't joined me yet. And I was like, you know what? Fine. I'll drop Prey. I played Sea of Thieves. And, of course, I leaned into it where I just was shitposting any time that I talked to any other people. Um, of course, I refer to Ben always as, yes, a captain, and no captain, right? And, of course, anytime that we talk to other people, I, for some reason, decided to do a Harley Quinn voice. So <laughs> whenever we talk to people, uh, he would be like, hey, how's it going? And I'd be like, oh, no, what, what was it? People got onto our boat, and I was like, oh, honey, you should have told us if you were bringing company. I'm sorry. My husband never tells me if anything's coming. Let me go ahead and get something on the stove right away. Like, I don't Wh- know when why. When was this? this? <sighs> I don't know, a couple of days ago? I'm so sad I missed this stream. I'm so sad. <laughs> so i just i don't know why that was the character i was going for i think i just love the idea that they got onto the ship and i didn't know so i just was pretending like ben invited them without my knowledge (laughs) and then i i don't remember what it was i think i just kept pretending to be that character so i think at some point that pirate that got on there killed me and i was like oh honey you did that on mistake right Like, I don't know why this is what was going through my mind. And eventually Ben murdered him and I helped him too. And I was like, oh, honey, are you okay? Who did that to you? We can get him if you want. Like, I don't know why this is the character I went for, but um, uh, I'm going to give Sea of Thieves a trolling out of 10. Uh, I'm going to give that a what the fuck did I just listen to out of 10. (laughs) 
Uh, see, uh, by the way, just unironically for a second, Sea of Thieves is actually really fun. I think it's a fun game. Uh, I don't really do multiplayer shit anymore, but if I did, that would be one I'd fuck around with more. Fun game if you have people to play with. Mm, correct. I mean, that's pretty much most multiplayer games. If you have people to go with, they're going to be the one of the greatest times ever. You got it. Mm. Okay, uh, so Sea of Thieves, that's out of the way. Uh, voice of Cards demo. This oh, is yes. how little I've been playing games <laughs> that I don't <laughs> even have a fucking demo completed, okay? <laughs> like, so... Voice of Cards, it's the next Yoko Taro project, so of course I'm going to fucking talk about it. Uh, it is a demo. It is on Switch, the entire Nintendo conference that happened recently. I honestly don't remember what happened on it because as soon as I saw Yoko Taro, I was like, well, that wins the show for me. I don't care anymore. I downloaded it as mutely as I could, and I played it, and it already made me laugh. It is a card game that leans in super hard to the fact that it's a card game. Everything in the game is a card. The entire game takes place on a fucking table. And I'm honestly impressed that I'm enjoying myself as much as I have. It's not going to be like probably a great game. But the fact that Yoko Taro is always willing to do something different. I will be very happy with regardless of what this game is. Because I can already tell that this one has his signature style to it. Of he always wants games to be different. And as I've mentioned in the fucking 12 hours that I recorded for... Jesus Christ, that's I am one hour off of how much I talked about near than all three of the Lord of the Rings. Jesus Christ, in those 11 hours that I put into near, at least from my studies, I realized that Yoko Taro's main desire when it comes to developing games is that he always wants players to be on their toes and not to be doing the same thing, the same five minute loop for 10 hours or plus. So the fact that he chose to do a card game stuck as a card game makes me wonder, okay, if this is the boundaries that he's putting himself in, what is he going to do with this? I'm very happy. The music, you can easily tell that he's still got Kechi Okabe out for it. I'm very happy with this. Yeah. So I don't like, obviously I haven't tried this. The only thing I'll really have to say about this is kind of funny because I was watching who, whose was, it? I think it was Dustin stream for the Nintendo, yep, uh, the Nintendo event. And uh, right Dustin can fly on Twitch again. I'm fucking shilling because I like these people. I'm sorry. Actually, you know what? No, no, no. Hold on. That's recorded and they can hear that. I fucking hate both of you. I can't stand either of you. There we go. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> But I really, uh, I think it, it, so. That that game showed up, and Dustin was like, "Oh man, this this is a, this sounds like a Yoko Taro game. This sounds like a Yoko Taro game." And sure enough, it was Yoko Taro's game because you could Dude, just tell from the I fucking music it. right away that it was a exactly. Yoko Taro game. You um, know me. No, as soon as I yeah. heard the music, I was like, and right, Dustin himself said it. I was like, I was like typing immediately. I was like, it is, it is, it is, it is. I know this shit already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels like whenever you go into a quiz show and they have a like a one question that you know you're an expert on, you're like fucking hit the buzzer immediately. Um I so I actually really like card games. Uh Slay the Spire was is one of my favorite independent games of all time. That's a card game. Uh mm-hmm. so I'm actually excited to check that out. I might actually even try the demo at some point. So so right now I'm going to give it a, come on, it's fucking Yoko Taro. Like, what do you expect from me out of 10? Yeah, I'll give it a, Ed's going to be obsessed with this and talk about this for the next 10 years on the show out of 10. <sighs> I don't know if it's going to be my next 10 year obsession. Honestly, I'm just going to be happy that it exists more than anything else. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'll jump into something now then, I guess. Yeah. Bangers all the way. Let's do uh, Undertale. Talk a little bit about Undertale. Okay. Um, the Toby Fox independent game released back in 2015. Toby Fox mm-hmm. Studios. I don't know if that's the name of the studio. I'm just making it up. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> Undertale. Uh, so here's the thing with Undertale. Uh, I've always wanted to try it, so I got it on Switch. It's I'm very I'm playing it very slowly. Uh, basically, I have a mainline game I play and then a Switch game on the side. And the Switch game on the side is usually like an hour a night, if that. And I'll just kind of get to it in between games or something like that. 
Um, the last one I did was Phoenix Wright 3. So Undertale's been the next one since then. I had a lot of people tell me not to play Undertale. And A, I don't really like indie games. B, I find that I was not a big fan of Earthbound, a very famous Japanese role-playing game for the Super Nintendo system. And everyone's like, this game is so similar to Earthbound. Uh, if you wait, do not like on, Earthbound. Hold on. Sorry. Thing. I understand that they're casual. God, I really need to stop insulting the people who are listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I, all of you know that I'm just fucking with you. I'm definitely insulting you. But like, I feel like even with this one, I feel like this might be too much that I'm insulting you for one episode. So I'm going to break character for a little bit and just say that for a second, okay? But th- we're going to give you the casual touchstone, which is Ness from Smash Bros., He's from Earthbound. There you go. Continue. Correct. Yes. Good old Ness. Uh, that's my favorite part about him is him and Smash because I don't like I don't I really don't like Earthbound. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, but this is this is good. I've actually really really enjoyed this so far. Now I'm very early and still. Although I guess I'm a couple out like three four hours in now. It's a ten hour game, so actually I'm a bit more into it than I thought. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's I've been genuinely enjoying this. And the thing the thing that's shocking me the most about this game, there's a lot of games that. I play them and I'm like, huh, huh. it's cute. They try to be funny, but that's what they're getting. I mean, they get a, huh, huh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Self Park, the stick of truth is one of the games that genuinely made me laugh. Yeah. Like that game. I genuinely fucking laughed at, and I'm getting some of those same genuine laughs in this game. Like there is some good fucking comedy in this game. And it's surprising me. I wasn't expecting that. It's fucking funny. You put the music on top of it, absolutely slaps. Like it's just a classic kind of NES bitune soundtrack, but it it's it goes hard. Like it's really well done. Some crazy puzzles in this game that are just so kind of zany and random and just stuff that you would never think of. And then I have such a fan of games that let you go through without killing anyone. If I yep. get a game where you can go through Deus Ex Human Revolution, I will never forget. I beat that entire fucking game without killing anyone, and I didn't get the fucking achievement. And I was pissed off, and then I found out that the fucking tutorial guard did count it, and if you killed him, you got fucked. I was so mad at that. But, Dude, I killed two people on accident in that oh. game. I was just like, no! Oh. I think what it was is that I think I got one of the powers where you can break a wall, and I broke a wall oh. and nerd a man on the other side. I was like, no! <laughs> I didn't ask for this <laughs> i never asked for this <laughs> i didn't ask for this third degree murder charge oh man that, that's heartbreaking but anyways i love games like that in undertale you have a specific decision not to kill anyone and it's a bit of a pain in the ass sometimes I'm about to look up a guide a couple times because it's kind of obtuse sometimes on how you do it but it's great like for instance you get this dog and this dog's trying to kill you oh you got to pet him twice and then roll around in the mud with him and then you can spare him <laughs> like it's so <laughs> random every single enemy is different on how you do it but there's so much charm and creativity in the game it's great i'm loving it so far now undertale uh i guess there's only really two touchstones that i have here one i just know that i was going to get to it eventually the fact that this game just kind of sounds like it breeds itself off of creativity that just does make me happy two is that i think dustin had tried to give me i'm sorry dustin can fly again uh, shilling again blah 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 I, i hate you guys but also i'm shilling for you guys so you know what that means um so he had given me that as a recommendation i think it was along with evangeli where he's just like that was the double barrel recommendation and i was like okay fair enough and even though evangelion technically isn't something that i can bring myself to like because god damn is that pacing just horrible <laughs> at the very least at the end it still gave me some shit that 
I don't regret having seen. So he still has credibility. I think Undertale's going to be the one where it's like, ah, fuck, you might understand my taste, huh? So uh, Undertale, I keep looking at it. I realized that I had it Yoho'd on Switch so I can figure out if I wanted to buy it. And then whenever the Vita store was going to close, I was like, well, fuck. I feel like if I want to play this game, I might want it handheld. Yeah. So I just straight up went up and bought it. And then the Vita store didn't close. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I, okay, well. <laughs> Bless you, Jim. <laughs> nut up or shut up time, and I, I nut it up. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have it on my Vita. I'm going to figure out whenever the hell I play it. All I know is that I am looking forward to it whenever I get to it, especially since I've heard some of the tracks on there. I'm like, fuck. Oh, they're great. <sighs> and, you, and you know what's crazy? fucking the guy who uh, developed the game he did it himself yeah yeah like, dude toby fox did everything himself. like what a fucking like it, uh, uh, full props to that guy man because if i tried to do any of this i'd fall fucking flat on my face scratch my face break an eye off and fucking end up dead this guy fucking just develops his whole game from scratch makes a whole fucking amazing soundtrack and it's not just a soundtrack it slaps so hard yes so God bless this man. God bless Toby Fox. Cause I'm very impressed with this. I'm not a big independent game guy, but Jesus Christ, no, this game's not. good so far. So I'm, I'm very impressed. This is like, if it continues on this path, like this will actually probably be one of my favorite independent games of all time. And it was hype too. Like here, it was a lot of hype behind yep. this game, uh, but it's living up to it so far. So I'm very pleased with it. Dude. I don't remember. Okay. No, hold on. I'm going to Google this one. Um, under pale wind best game ever there we go okay uh, i remember this being a controversy years ago where game facts had a oh actually not so different you remember the ign best game ever list that oh, just God. yeah yes. <laughs> <laughs> um so this happened six years ago where game facts did the same thing and yeah. undertale beat win. ocarina of time like Ooh. at a 90 percent versus 10 percent yeah and everyone was like what the fuck happened <laughs> oh wait uh. hold on hold on holy shit okay uh undertale won head-to-head polls against super mario world super mario jesus 64 Christ. pokemon jesus red Christ. and blue and jesus fallout Christ. 3 <laughs> wow <laughs> Well, one, well, I don't know if one of those things are like the other, but wow, oh, yeah, no, no, still. No, no, I agree. I agree. But think of it but like this. It's 2015, like, and this was before, I think this was before Fallout 4. So people were yeah. still writing high yeah, on their memories sure. of Fallout 3. And Fallout 3, to clarify, it's not a bad game. It's just not quite on the level it's of those not. other games. Yeah, seriously. Um, it's like you got Ocarina of Time. You got Mario 64. You got Super Mario World. Yeah. You got Fallout 3. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Todd. Yeah. Okay. They, but those tournaments are so fucking stupid. Jesus Christ. Yes. God, they're <laughs> that dumb. kind of proves it, doesn't it? <laughs> fucking GTA Five, fucking knocking out fucking. I'm not, I'm not even a big a Portal Two fan, but I think GTA Five knocked out Portal Two. Like Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. Five isn't even the best one in the series. I know it's not. It's not even close to the best one in the series. Four is better than it. Vice City is better than it. San Andreas is better than it. And then GTA Five exists because GTA Online. Yeah. Shout out to Radic. Anyways. Now, um, <laughs> I'm striking that from the record. <laughs> you won't listen, I'm not going worry. to because I want that to be in the joke. Like, I yeah. want to really strike it, but because I've already said this and I want yeah, the joke yeah. to make sense, yeah, I'm really fucking good. myself over, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, fuck. Anyways, uh, Undertale. Great. Yes, Undertale. <laughs> Fun. Love it. Check it out. Undertale. Uh, 
Vita out of 10. Oh, wait, no, yeah. no, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, I have another touchstone. I oh. kept telling myself that I wanted to start Undertale, but the problem is that every time I turn on my Vita, I realize that I have it left on Final Fantasy 4 to remind oh. myself, no, you fucking idiot, finish right. Final Fantasy 4. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's my other thing. I really want to get to Undertale already, but every time I turn it on, I'm like, Fuck, I still have Final Fantasy 4. I'm not going to start another game, goddammit. Yeah, that's totally fair. Uh, sorry, I just spilled glasses cleaner all over myself, so... Yes. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Yes. Sniff Sniff it yeah, up. <laughs> Fucking gargle it while you're at it. Fucking hell. It'll clean okay. your insides. Yeah, right? Anyways. <laughs> Dude, you were almost in danger of getting COVID, okay? Gargle it. It might help. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Fuck. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> Okay, uh, so Undertale, did you? No, no. Did you give it a temporary score or no? Uh temporary score would be I fuck that music slaps hard. Hopefully, this holds up throughout the entire rest of the game at a time. Perfect. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go to Persona Five Strikers since I'm pretty sure I can hold that and talk about it a little. You can take that time to clean up because I don't know how long I'm gonna really take on this one. Uh, Persona Five Strikers. You bought the steel book for that, and it came with a copy. And of course, me being your drug dealer when it comes to steel books, you know, whenever it comes by here, it was already an open copy. And pretty much the last time that I had bought an open copy for someone, the game was fucking near automata. So at this point, if someone hands me an open copy of a game that I'm gonna hand off to them at some point, I'm probably gonna try it. Just, just you never know, you know. So I played Persona Five Strikers and F. No, no. No, this is not this is not my scene. Um, I'm actually kind of impressed how quickly it noped me out, considering that a lot of it looks and feels so much like a Persona game until you get to the gameplay. But man, this felt so off. This really felt like obviously what it is. It's an IP handed to a different developer. Even they have the same like assets, I assume, or same some of those people at Atlas probably giving them ideas like, hey, this is how you need to do. Hey, here's the notes of what you need to do with these characters. Even through all this, I felt just so off being back where all these people was like, I don't think i should be around you guys this didn't feel right it felt like my dog died and then they revived it and then i got to the the gameplay itself and i was like man i really okay skill up skill up is a youtuber he reviews games i remember specifically a tweet that he sent out whenever this game came out he's like yeah man this combat reminds me of final fantasy 7 remake and i was like oh okay you know what maybe i do want to try this game he is so fucking wrong I, I don't I know. know I, I, I love that shit. I love skill up. I love skill up. I don't know what he was smoking with that one though. Yeah, I do, I have no fucking idea because the whole point of Final Fantasy VII remake is that the actual in-game combat really doesn't matter. It's there just to build up ATB to do the actual actions that matter. Final like Persona Five. I was about to say the the, the, the <laughs> I was about to say the preferred game, which is Royal. No, uh, Persona Five Strikers, on the other hand, is literally just. Okay, your main attack, if you didn't want to use your magic, is going to be just real action now. That's it. And then you still have magic points that are limited as fuck. And I was like, man, this is not it. This is absolutely not it. And I got 48 minutes. And once it hit a save, and I was like, man, I think I'm just going to listen to this soundtrack, like on Spotify or something, and then never touch this game. Like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Here's the thing with Strikers. I finished it earlier in the year. I I really enjoyed it overall. I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. Spoiler. Um, but it's all on the story. Like the gameplay could not be more monotonous and mundane to me. That's doesn't bother me though. 
and that would definitely bother somebody like you a lot more than it would me um mm-hmm. for, for me the story absolutely carries it uh and there's a really good story to be had there uh they actually it's basically the only sequel to persona 5 will ever get but yeah the gameplay itself i mean not it and final fantasy 7 remake is kind of the opposite for me i i, I hold the story dear to final fantasy 7 remake but the gameplay in that game is fucking fire it's so good uh, and to compare it to Strikers is weird to me because Strikers could not be more mundane and boring to me. All right. Persona 5 Strikers, I'm going to give it a... I lasted 48 minutes out of 10. <laughs> what the fuck did you expect? Yeah. I you're not... Okay. Did you love these... You Did you feel any jarringness going from Royal into this? Like, between the characters or no? Or No, I didn't actually. I thought it was smooth. Okay, that's fucking... I don't know. Maybe I'm just bitter now. I don't know. Yeah. I okay. mean, maybe I, I mean, Royals, a, a, a nearly a perfect game for me. So it didn't need anything else. No. So maybe that's it. Okay. No, you're probably right. Because like, honestly, I play persona five. I then play persona five Royal. So I've already gotten two endings with these characters. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. You're probably just done with that universe, which I don't blame you. Yeah, no fucking kidding. Okay, all right. Uh, is there any others that you need to knock off the list before we start getting into the shit that actually is going to get discussion? Yeah, I got two. So, uh, okay. Lost Judgment. I'll talk about that first. Okay. Um, the latest game from Ryu Ga Gotoko Studios, RGG Studios from Sega. Uh, oh, they're of the course, cre- those guys. They're the creators of the Yakuza franchise, so they made all the Yakuza games. And uh, Judgment, which is the spinoff to Yakuza. Um. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't want to come across overly negative, but it's lost of judgment. pixels. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. Maybe I do. It's disappointing <laughs> for me, though. This was one of my most anticipated games of the year. Judgment's a fantastic game. Like I love Judgment. That was my second or third favorite game of 2019. Went completely under the radar for me. I like it more than a lot of the mainline Yakuza games. It's fantastic. It's a more serious Yakuza with a detective tone to it. Some detective themes. Some uh, like you, you, you have to like look for clues and stuff like that, which I've always enjoyed. Uh, more mature storyline, like for the main storyline, a little bit less over the top. Uh, I loved it. It was fantastic. So I was really looking forward to this game. I'm about 20 hours in now. Probably got about another 10 hours left or so. We'll see how long. I'm kind of over the side stuff. I'm going to focus on the story, I think, now. And it just hasn't hit as hard as I'd like. It's still a good game, but the main storyline is just not as interesting to me. And it's so important for me to connect with that main storyline. But like the side stuff, a lot of the side activities are all really fun. But yeah, man, it's just not hitting for me. And and it's really her because I was hoping this would be like a top five game of the year for me. But I don't think there's a chance now. I don't think this is even going to surpass the first one for me. And it's sad, too, because this not only will this possibly be the last Judgment game, because shout out to Johnny's and Sega. They want to put the game on PC. Johnny's won't let them put the game on PC. So the series is probably done. Shadow Johnny's. Just put it on fucking PC. People are gonna crack this game at some point and start modeling it even harder now because they pointed it out. Oh man! But yeah, so this series is probably done. But the creator of the Yakuza franchise is apparently going to. uh, uh, I think it's Tencent or one of those Chinese companies. I don't fucking know to make games for them. So he's going to be gone. Who knows if they're going to what they're going to do with the Yakuza franchise at this point. So it's kind of bittersweet for me because this wait, might hold be... on. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Never mind. Never mind. I'm dumb. I was going to say, wait a minute. I thought it was only Lost Judgment that was in danger. But no, I remember that the yeah. even the director. Th- to yeah. be fair, I feel like Sega would be like, oh, fuck. OK, is there does he have a secondhand man to put in his spot or something like that? Like, yeah, I don't think so that they I, would well, let it die immediately. N- no, but who knows what the quality is going to be like going forward. Oh, very true. 
Mm. So that's the issue I have. So we'll see. But so it's bittersweet because this was like the last one with everyone still involved, the sequel to one of my favorite games of 2019. And it's just not anything as hard as I'd like. The story takes so long to get going. Now, I'm going to sound hypocritical because it trails a Cold Steel 1. Fucking that took fucking 20 hours to get going. And I love that game. The difference with that, though, is it's the first part of a four-part saga, and I kind of understood that, and it does get going eventually, and then there's still, even after that 20 hours, there's still another 20 hours left, and it goes hard. This game, it's a self-contained story, so after, like, another 10 hours, it's going to be over, and that's going to tie up that plot line. I assume. I don't think they're going to tease a third game, maybe. But yeah, it's just, to me, it's been disappointing, and it's a shame. I'm going to admit that I'm just going to hit this from a very surface level, which is considering how happy you were with Life is Strange, it makes me happy that you got hurt a little. <laughs> you, were, you were running a little yeah. too high. You know, you had to be taken down. Yeah, much, okay? but I, I honestly, I was excited for True Colors, but I never thought in any universe I would have enjoyed True Colors more than Lost Judgment. Like, I just did not think that was going to happen. I memed True Colors. I memed it and I wanted it to be true and it was true. This one though, man, I was excited for this. More, definitely more excited than I was for Life is Strange, to be honest with you. And yeah, man, it hurts. It hurts. There's just so many weird things in it. Like, and one of the most frustrating things so far about this game. So, and I was talking with it about, again, shout out to Straw Hat Ninja, the Weeb King. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this earlier on the Weeb, the Corn Discord, where he, there's this mini game. So basically, okay, you have the main storyline, and then you've got all these side storylines that happen in a school, and you have to infiltrate these different school clubs, and like, you're trying to figure out a mystery that's going on in there. And one of them is this robot. Isn't have- the charm of these games the fact that you're not in a fucking high school like every other Japanese game? Well, you play as an old man in the high school, so okay, okay, never mind. Okay, understandable. Yeah, you're not actually a kid. You're like you're you're basically hired on as like an advisor to the school clubs because okay, I mean okay, surface level story. You're you're basically investigating bullying in Japan schools, and basically this one <laughs> case, this one case that happens where a guy okay, this guy gropes a girl. He's found guilty of groping the girl, but then a video gets released of him killing a guy at the same time he was groping the girl. (laughs) Yeah, so, and that's the mystery. So there's our big mystery. (laughs) So you go to the school and to try and investigate what the fuck's going on here and you get pulled into all these side stories. That's kind of where that happens. It's wild, man. It's definitely not as good as the first game, in my opinion. (laughs) <laughs> yes but yeah there's this one specific thing i'll let you get back to that don't worry i promise but let me just finish this thought there's this one side game in this robotics club where you've got to do this tetris knockoff game and it's just it has this difficulty spike in it that's so fucking difficult and i thought it was just me because i suck at puzzle games but even straw was like nah this is bullshit like this is pissing me off i can't beat it either and he upgraded his things a bunch and still wouldn't do it so i don't know and i think in order to advance the storyline you have to beat it so fuck that i fucking imagine that it's like oh man we caught you littering and it's like no i wasn't littering i was murdering puppies and it's like oh you know that's actually a lot worse right well and the and the the thing is in the well and there's more to it obviously but the japan legal system they've got him convicted so they don't want to try him for the murder now i don't know the whole thing's fucking crazy i don't know it's just it's not hitting as hard as i'd like for me and yeah, I mean, we'll see how it ends. So what is it exactly that is off for you, if you can pinpoint it? It's just, I think the biggest thing I can say for it is the main plot thread of this guy and what's going on with him. It's taken up until just now to kind of finally reveal why what's happening is happening. 
but by this point, I don't care. Like they haven't made me care about the characters involved in this enough. And like, I care about my character, like the main character, but even the side characters in this, in the, in the judgment series that are like, they're barely in this game. They're hardly used. They're kind of like tossed off to the side a little bit. So I don't know. I think, I think the biggest thing I can just say is the main plot line to me is just a bit like disjointed and kind of all over the place. And it takes too long to get going. Now I'm sure it'll all end up making sense by the end of it. But even with the original judgment, like people say that was a slow starting game, but I was hooked right from minute one on that game. I'm sorry. So this one for me, it's just, yeah, it's not hitting, man. Is it time to go for temporary scores? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll talk about it more next week when I actually finish it. And hopefully, I mean, there's a, a crazy turnaround, but right now it's a, you know, disappointment out of 10. God, you're a fucking robot out here saying that you're going to finish it by the next time. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a. That video of uh, Kiryu showing up in San Andreas uh, out of 10. Oh, God, that's a great video. <laughs> I fucking love that video. Like, oh, okay, hold on. Love... Let me see if I can find it on YouTube <laughs> yeah. just so I can tell people how to find it. Like, if it's... Okay, let me see. San Andreas. Kiryu. Kiryu, John! Yes, it is! Okay, if you search up Kiryu GTA San Andreas... Fuck, I don't want to watch it right now. It's nine seconds. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> God, you done. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I'm so sorry for it, for how I'm gonna edit that. I'm sorry, people. Just at least this, I hope, motivates you to go watch the fucking video. This watch the video. Damn it's a good video. I'm so sorry to everyone who actually listens to this. I, I'm sorry. I, I should care. I should care more. No, I should. <laughs> no, I really should. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. What do you have next? On, okay. So I have Prey and Resident Evils, and I think we want to save those for last. Okay. So I have Resident Evil 3 Remake. So should I talk about that before Prey, or do you want to do Prey first? No, no. We can bundle all of Resident Evil okay, together. So let's do Prey. Okay. Um, first off, uh, Prey. To the fan base of Prey, I apologize <laughs> for my previous words. I did not mean to come off as mean as I did. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm the one that's broken here, not your game, although your game is broken technically because it's like running only 30 frames on PlayStation. Uh, fuck you, Phil. So I just wanted to apologize to the to the people of Prey fandom that it's probably me, but it's also the game too. Don't the worst know. apology I've ever heard. <laughs> This is why I really don't apologize. No, I don't blame you. <laughs> Never apologize. Double doubt. Fuck pray. I love pray, but fuck pray in your words. No, I I'm, I don't want to do that yet. I just I <laughs> I'm okay. I'm gonna mention the exact same thing I wrote earlier, which is I could have sworn I was like five to ten hours deep into pray, and then I look at the save and it says three hours and two minutes, and I was like, what? There's no fucking way I've only played that little prey. And I just felt so much despair of like, fuck, how long does this game feel? Why does this keep happening? I've never and seen you try so hard to get into a game. I've never seen it. Ever. It's because Arcane, I know, has something to them, okay? Who the fuck else is doing immersive sims? Name them. No, they're not. That, that's why, yeah, I appreciate Prey so much. So much. Yeah, I, I just fucking miss Deus Ex so much, and wow. supposedly this is the next best thing, and I just keep playing, and I'm like, this is 
nothing. This is making me feel nothing. I just feel so tired. I just playing this. I'm like, this is just a video game. And the oh, you know what was the last game that made me realize this is just a fucking video game? Fallout 3 and Fallout 4, okay? So the fact that it's in the same realm, I'm just like, I don't want to do this. I really don't. Every single time that I just hear something in the story, I'm like, man, why do I not feel curious about the next thing to do? Every single time that I play this game and I want to try to figure something out, the whole part of discovery and doing it, I never feel satisfied after doing it. There's a little room over there and I can walk on the ledge and it's like, oh, can I walk on the ledge? Oh, I can. And I walk over to that room and I go and look inside the door and I got beaten up by some typhons and I grabbed some fucking crumpled pieces of paper and a little more ammo. And I was like, I guess that I get we is that fun. We like I just keep wondering at what point does it click? Like, I, I feel like I'm going fucking insane because I keep playing this game and I'm just like, I, why is this game just giving me, like, just, it's giving me fucking nothing, but I keep pushing myself through just like, please, I feel like I'm going into a meta level of this video game where my character is literally looking through pieces of garbage on the desk and I feel like I'm doing this in the fucking game. Once again, I'm sorry to the to the Prey fans, okay? I don't mean to sound as negative, okay? This is the closest thing I'm going to get to Deus Ex, damn it. I'm trying. I'm fucking trying, okay? I threw this disc twice at a wall, okay? And I tossed it to my PS5 and it still works, okay? There's something divine here that it's telling me I need to keep trying, damn it. Yeah, I really like Prey. I, I like Prey. <laughs> so here's the thing. I actually played it last year during my month of spoops. Uh, where I played nothing but horror games for the month of October. Um, and I loved it, man. Like, for me, and I actually really like the original Prey, too. It's a lot better, though. But I like the original Prey. The biggest problem I have with Prey is the name. This game should not be, it should never have been called Prey. It has nothing to do with Prey. And trying to call it Prey and link it back to that was a disservice to this game, in my opinion. Hmm. But this game's great, man. Like, this is, like, I'm not a fan of Dishonored. I do not like the Dishonored franchise, but that's mostly because of art direction, and I just think it's ugly as sin. But you put this shit in space for me. You give me that same gameplay, you give me that same sense of exploration and the way I can do things however the fuck I want to do it, and then you put on one of the most... I gotta be careful here, because you still haven't finished in your early end, but the twists this game has, and the just the, 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 the utter hopelessness that takes place in parts of this game, are so fantastic and up my alley that it was just such a memorable experience. And it's funny, I actually played Soma and this game back to back. And I had a friend who had played both. And like, oh my God, you're playing Soma and then going into Prey? You are going to want to kill yourself by the end of Prey. I was like, oh, thank God. But just because the endings are so fucked up in both those games, I was like, all right, that's cool. I'm down for that. Um, and yeah, yeah, fantastic experience. You want to know what's another game that completely was a miss for me? Soma. <laughs> Yeah, and Soma, I'm a bit more understanding, though. The gameplay. So, yeah, yeah, like, okay, I'm a story over gameplay guy. Yeah, but you But I have some standards. There's got to be something there. And the biggest problem with Soma and the gameplay is that the actual, like, the, the it's a disservice. Like, it's the hiding shit, the actual monsters being there is a disservice to the story they're trying to sell. That game is a 6 out of 10 for me, and it's literally the only reason I'm positive on it is because the story is such a mind fuck at the end and it's so brilliantly done. And the fact that these same people wrote the amnesia games is fucking 
bonkers to me because that story when it hits at the end is next level and just sad that nothing else was there to support it no but uh pray i'm a lot more positive because i really enjoyed the gameplay to go along with it so i i don't know what it is about prey just literally the act of moving in this game i'm just like man why do i feel like i'm walking through water i don't like this using the glue gun using any of the weapons none of it feels right which to be fair this is what okay it's literally coming to me as I'm saying this right now. I just realized why most of the time I was so adamant about ADS being in most of the first person shooters that I played. I think it's probably because of the low frame rates and being capped at 30 frames means that if you were trying to aim a gun and it's at 30 frames a second, it probably feels off, including the fact that arcane games apparently have input lag that, if I can't ADS and be more accurate and I just have to rely on crosshairs to aim, it's just not going to feel good. I mean, even with how generous the glue gun is about aiming, I feel like I just have no proper control in this game. That anytime I get into a fight with an enemy, it's like, okay, well, how much of my health are you just going to take? Is it going to be worth it or I'm just going to let you kill me and hopefully my save isn't too far back? Because any single time that I get into combat and I hear that music, it's not like, oh man, what are we going to do this right? It's going to be like, uh, uh, let's just get it over with just fucking get me to the next place i don't want to deal with this yeah one thing i'll say and i mean obviously i don't know if this is going to be an excuse for you or not but one thing i'll say is early on in prey i didn't fight a lot of enemies like three hours into the game i was running past everything still because i didn't have the proper tools to deal with them so i mean later on in the game you end up getting like more powers and more ways to deal with these things but like at first if you were just trying to kill the enemies god that'd be a fucking nightmare like you couldn't dude that's the thing these enemies just knock you out so quickly that i'm just like i have to kill you like i have to (laughs) i'm not dude i need to go read this fucking computer and read this email that is obviously not going to make my experience better in this video game (laughs) but because i still the fucking madman that wants to check every computer i'm going to fucking do it so i have to kill you so i can read these emails in peace that obviously not going to enhance my experience so uh i don't know man i just don't understand because i keep (laughs) you can tell i'm fucking trying because you know i would have dropped this shit so immediately and i'm just thinking just give me something just give me something and i don't know how far i'm gonna get into this fucking game before i'm just like there's there's nothing here there's nothing here i can't do this there's nothing here uh, I'm, I need to go throw this disc again at a wall and hopefully it makes me feel better. <laughs> Might be the most know. fun I have with the game. Tough air. Can't blame me there. So, is there anything else you want to mention about Prey? Because I feel like I'm done having my existential crisis. No, I just, I really like this game. It's an immersive sim. It's, as you said, it's, we're not getting another Deus Ex game. It's not happening. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. We're I not getting fucking it. just replayed Human Revolution instead. I mean, okay. I mean, yeah, Human Revolution is better than Prey. No, I, I mean, it's close for me, though. They're both, but it is better. But yeah, Prey is an 8 out of 10 game for me. I think it's fantastic, and I love my experience with it. This this is like the one game. Like, I'm not a huge into Bethesda and, and Bethesda Studios, as some people are, but this game is like fucking great. So Okay, uh, my score is going to be, please, for the love of fucking God, just a crumb of game. Please just give me a crumb of video game out of 10. That's fair. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Spoiler, you're going to be disappointed. 
I know I am. God damn it. I know. But I just, like, I need to at least have tried. Like, I don't want that to be on fucking record that when I start saying that I don't like Prey, god damn it, I even gave it a second shot, damn it. That better be on my fucking tombstone. He tried Prey twice at least. I'll make sure it's on there. Don't worry. Thank you. Whenever you murder me, please just tell my wife that that's what I want. Got it. Okay, uh, because I realized I forgot, um, I guess this is just going to go in here. Uh, Mad Men season four and season five. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's quite the segue. <laughs> okay, don't worry. This is going to be short because I don't know how much more I can say. It's still fucking good. I think season four might have been the best season because I feel like it was the most that it felt like the plot was moving along and had a bunch of bearing with every episode. Season five feels like it's falling a little bit more into its rhythm where it's like, well, you just kind of take the status quo for granted and it's going to go back a little bit to it being very character focused and not really moving the plot along and you know what that's fine at this point because it feels like enough things have changed with the plot that i'm okay with going back into this cadence but um, i'm still waiting for the moment that it becomes an all-time great instead of just incredibly good that's fair i don't know if it'll ever get there for you because it doesn't change too much with the life of the show but i mean we take incredibly good and you still get john ham's fantastic <sighs> performance throughout the entire thing so john ham is so fucking good and his wife as well just mm-hmm. all of this shit is just so good that i'm very happy at least now that it's gotten to a point where just everything is so high level that even if it falls back into this same rhythm that if the character development just gets even stronger and stronger, I can still see it getting there. It's just season four had that perfect balance of like what I really want in a TV show. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what you think the rest of the way. There's still some real good shit coming up. So oh, wonderful. Okay, um, so anything else, Mad Men, besides obviously just saying that we're both positive on it and all no, that, blah, 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 blah. both positive. I, I, think, I, I think we'll have a more longer, I mean, I'll have more to say, but I, I kind of wait and wait for you to wrap everything up and give over general reviews. So. Fair enough. I have no idea when the fuck I'm going to finish this because I'm so behind on Bond. I haven't watched it in like two months. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mad Men, I'm going to give it a John Hamm out of 10. Old fashioned out of 10. Damn, both good scores. Okay, Resident Evil block? Yes, Resident Evil block. Okay, do you want to hit Resident Evil 3 first since yeah, that's the yeah. one that you played? Yeah, let's bang it out. So Resident Go Evil 3 Remake, I finally played it. Coming off of uh, Code Veronica, this was a delight. Uh, it was it was really great. Uh, not a lot of complaints about it. Uh, I will say that I think it's definitely a step below Resident Evil 2 Remake for me. I think Resident Evil 2 Remake is fantastic and one of my favorite games of 2019. This is, yeah, it feels a bit more rushed. Like, they definitely did rush it a little bit, but you still got a lot of care in there. It, visually, it's gorgeous. It plays so well. There's a lot of fun stuff in here. Jill is a great character uh, in this game. <laughs> She's uh, really well done. And, yeah, I, I just had a great time with this. Uh, sh- special shout out to how gorgeous this game is on the OLED. The inky blacks and darkness of Resident Evil were mm, perfect with that. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't have too, too much to say. Uh, it was just a positive experience overall. Some of the stuff they cut from the original Resident Evil 3 is a bit of a bummer. Uh, Nemesis didn't feel, feel nearly as intimidating in this one uh, as he did in the original, or even as Mr. X did in Resident Evil 2 Remake, because he's more just kind of used for boss fights in this, but it is kind of a funny gag where how many times you kill him and you think he's dead and just comes back over and over and over and over again. So, I mean, that was kind of funny. 
but yeah, I enjoyed it. Resident Evil 3. Uh, it's so weird because I really, really like it. I just can't ever bring myself to say I like it more than Resident Evil 2 because Resident Evil 2 just... The fact that it still has the police station... Like, I feel like the police station is just so fucking good. It's that yes. type of puzzle box that I like, including the fact that now it's third person, that I'm just so happy being back in that perspective as opposed to fucking fixed camera angles where every time you go into a fucking camera and it shifts on you, you end up running right into a zombie's loving embrace. At yes. least now, if you get caught in the loving embrace, it's like, ah, fuck. Well, you know what? It is my fault. It's not like the game's intentionally trying to fuck me over like this. So it reaches that nice balance of like, yeah, you're trying to aim, but... You know, you're not going to be that accurate, but it's never it always feels achievable to be able to land shots. It's just that the game's going to fight you for it. And I really do like that. In oh, both it plays games. beautifully. It, they, yeah. It, yeah, like, it basically plays identical to two and two played fucking fantastic. So there's mm-hmm. nothing they really need to fix here. It just plays so great. It is definitely more actiony focused than uh, two. Yeah. More bullets, more more big guns, more boss fights. But uh, that's fine because it plays so great. There's no issue with that. I love three because it is way more consistent the entire time. I think what it is is that Resident Evil 2 tends to hit way higher highs than three. But I think the sewers in two are still worse than three, like anything in three. I I agree. But then also going through as Claire and running through the police station so quickly like it just feels so satisfying oh, running yeah. through the sewers feels so satisfying and then you get to the yeah. end and you finally get a boss fight like that's also pretty fun too so like resident evil 2 at the end of the day feels like it tends to hit those higher highs while resident evil 3 feels like it tends to go a little bit below that but all that shit is still like really good also also I know that you, I don't know if it's a complaint you share. I think it is, but I know a lot of people don't like in Resident Evil games where they end up having their big action ending. I think I love Resident Evil 3's big action ending like the most. Just the fact that you have this gigantic railgun that you shove in Nemesis' mouth and you just start blasting it. I was like, this is fucking incredible. This fits perfectly with the rest of the game. It ramps up beautifully. I love all this. It fits. That I'm not a huge fan of, of it doing like of the Resident Evil franchise doing this in general, but in this game it fits, and it, I would agree it's definitely the best use of it because especially in this game specifically compared to the original. Because in this game, again, you're constantly fighting Nemesis in this fucking boss form. So by the end of it, you're just like, please fucking die. That's what makes son it of so a good. Bitch. And it actually does work very well in its favor. So I, I actually agree with that. I think in this game it works perfectly fine. Especially yeah. compared to like something like Resident Evil 8, which you play eventually here. But only mm. I, the big action ending in that one's sketch, but you'll see. At <laughs> least the good thing is, is that we have Res. Well, <laughs> you disagree, but at least the good thing is that I have Resident Evil 6 and 8 this month. Oh. I'm just going to be eating fucking good this month. <laughs> like if I make it to the next episode by 6, we'll see. <laughs> so... Yeah, Resident Evil 3, I love the big action ending. I love that by the time you get to the end of that game, you're just so sick of Nemesis that you're just like, yes, let's fucking kill this guy already. And yeah, I think even, I think even Jill's is like, this is the last fucking time. <laughs> like, she's like, I'm done with this shit, too. <laughs> I love the implication. In, no, I love reading that maybe the implication instead is that if she runs into Nemesis one more time, she's just going to be like, you know what? I give up. Just fucking kill me. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. But yeah, no, this is still a great game. I'm very glad I ended up getting the steelbook from this. 
from you. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you. Yeah, uh, I, I tend yeah. to do them. I just, you know, I'm, I'm pretty cool. <laughs> Definitely, this is this is one I'll be happy to have in the collection. So, very excited. Uh, Resident Evil 3, I am still very happy about it. I never played the original one, so I really don't have any complaints about changes. The only thing I can think of is that it feels like it's a step below Resident Evil 2, and part of me almost wishes that this would have been like an expansion to Resident Evil 2 because that would have set expectations differently. If you package yeah. it in as a game, people are going to be like, oh man, well, you had Resident Evil 2 previously like what are you going to do next and like you give people this like oh man this is yeah this is a step down and you know how the internet is if it's a fucking step down yeah. it's immediately the worst thing in the fucking world so well and, um, and the other issue too and we'll get into it in a minute with Code Veronica but that's the true sequel to Resident Evil 2 so mm-hmm. anyways yeah that, that yeah. like I think the problem is this is this is technically Resident Evil 3 but it's not it's not the same on the same type of game as Resident Evil 2. And I think they did the best job that they could in remaking this, and it's still a very good game. So. I'm still really happy with it, though. Like I said, I don't oh, really yeah. care about the okay. changes from 3. All I know is that having played this, I'm just like, ah, you know what? This feels like that perfect balance that th- it wants to try to placate the people who are going to be like, oh, man, why am I fucking being so slow? But like Resident Evil 3, I'm just like, you know what? This is the right balance. I'm happy with this, but I also still love two. I'm just so happy with both of these games. I really am. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm and I'm terrified of whatever happens with Resident Evil Four. <laughs> I'm excited. No, I know you're you're fucking happy. I know I'm you're ecstatic. I'm I excited. Hate, I hate you. I hate you. Resident <laughs> Evil Four is Resident Evil Four is just undeniably its own tone, and I do not want to see it like with this new Leon, like he's probably going to be so self-serious. I'm going to be so fucking annoyed. I don't want to deal with it. Arnold. <sighs> I don't know how they're going to make Leon. Leon. So seriously, I don't know how they're going to do that. You're going like, to cut it right I the fuck do... out. Hopefully. Huh? You're going to cut it right the fuck out. Hopefully. Dude, okay. No. Okay. You know what? Th- this is the different direction though. This is now the Resident Evil 4 section. How are you? How would you handle a Resident Evil 4 remake? Fix the tone. Fix the tone. The tone of Resident Evil 4 no, 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 no. Okay, is off. Okay. Fix it. Fix it as in... Oh, wait, no, no. Not fix it. Sorry. I mean remake it. Like, how are you remaking this? If you Are you using the same skeleton? What are you changing? Oh, I'm rehauling this game entirely. Entirely. Leon, she's gone. Bitch is gone. Okay, Completely. so what's the point of Leon being in, in Spain? I don't know. Fucking umbrella shit. <laughs> I hate you so much. I, hate you I don't so care. Much. He's tracking down the fucking umbrella. No, like he could find her, but we're not doing escort mission bullshit. None of that shit's going to be there. She can be there, but she's a side character. Fucking rework it, man. I'm, I'm not paying the big bucks to do this. Capcom can do this shit, but they need to make it fucking scary and they need to make it fucking. They need to make it. You could have cheese in Resident Evil. There's always going to be a little bit of cheese in Resident Evil, but it can't outbalance the scare. Okay, if someone went in and just took Resident Evil 4 and added more scares, would that be enough for you? No. I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. I just don't want anyone to touch Resident Evil 4. Like, that game is just... It's so ridiculous. I Okay, (laughs) Resident Evil 4, I played that at least two times previously until I finally beat it. I tried to play it on PS2 years ago. In high school, I remember that I let someone borrow my copy of Metal Gear Solid 3 and then let me borrow Resident Evil 4. And then they moved or the school year ended and I was like, ah, well, fuck. Well, at least now I get to buy another copy of Metal Gear Solid 3. So that was pretty cool. Um, 
By the way, that wasn't sarcastic. I was excited to buy another copy of Metal Gear Solid 3. Like, I fucking love that game. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at so, Metal Gear Solid yeah, is one of the best games of all time. Exactly. So Resident Evil 4, I remember trying it there, and then I think my PS3 yellow-lighted, so I was like, ah, well, fuck, I don't have a way to play this anymore. And then I finally played it on my Switch two years ago, and I was like, okay, let's see how this works. Immediately, I was like, oh, fuck, it's still tank controls. And then immediately, I clicked into it. I was like, oh, okay, I got this. And just... I was shocked how well it held up. And every single time that there was a codec call, I was like, oh, yes, this is so good. This is cheese. This is so great. And I'm not going to lie. There are times in that game where he gets super fucking tense. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm really overwhelmed. If I don't knock out this suplex and clear out some of them, I'm getting fucked right here. I love the difficulty in Resident Evil 4 because it adjusts depending on uh, how good you're doing so if you do even better the game just progressively gets harder but if you die a couple of times it'll start resetting the difficulty until you start realizing oh shit okay i got through it but no you didn't the game itself actually lowered down its difficulty so you never feel like you're being insulted like oh, fine i'll lower the difficulty which to be fair i feel like way more games need to do that like they just need to progressively up the difficulty and then if you start getting your shit kicked in the game starts bringing it down for you and you never notice it i'm a yeah, big I, fan I, of that i agree i think that is a good idea i love it and just the only thing i hate is that at the end it just gets just too much action like it's just it's like ah this is just a little too much i didn't need all of this i think that's actually the first time that there's zombies with guns and i was like uh which we'll talk about in resident Evil 5 but i think they weren't walking around with guns i think they were just like standing in a spot with guns and i was like okay you know what that's not bad and there wasn't a fucking wall cover so thank god for that and you know at least it gave me a rocket launcher to kill the last boss with which i'm always a big fan of can we move on? I don't want to talk about fucking Resident Evil 4 anymore. I love Resident Evil 4. It's so good. <laughs> good game, terrible Resident Evil game. You're a terrible Resident Evil game, okay? True. <laughs> Code Veronica. <laughs> uh, do we rate? We did not rate 3. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, 7.5 7. out of 10. Resident Evil 3 is, I bought it uh, full fucking price because it had a steel book, and I immediately left there thinking... Ah, fuck was that worth it like did i really want this steel book and then now like almost a year later i'm like yeah that was worth it yeah i think that was worth it out of 10 out of 10 yes out of 10 i forgot about that part <laughs> all right code veronica go steve is a fucking masterpiece steve oh, is fucking the... chungus Steve is uh, one of the greatest actors uh, of our uh, time, okay? I don't understand. Do you not understand the depths of his soul that he had to reach to yell, Father! As he saved Claire from the zombie that was his dad. I It, it was so gut-wrenching. I cried. My, I, I still am crying over it. And I beat the game like about a week ago, okay? I'm still in tears and in shock from the deep emotional depths that the actor for Steve had to get to do this 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 role. Uh, Edwin, why do you do this to me? <laughs> because this is the cheese shit that I love. Steve is literally the only thing that was getting me through this game. Every single fucking cutscene in this game gave me life to keep going. Okay. So here's the deal. Look, I'm not, let, let's call. I'm not gonna. Okay, Edwin, you're a god gamer. You beat Doom Eternal in the hardest difficulty mode. So let uh, me just uh, make no, that no, very okay. Clear. Not the hardest. Not the hardest. There, there, there is Hard. harder. Okay, well, whatever. The hardest you could choose out of the gate. Nightmare. Nightmare. God gamer. So, so you got god gamer status for that. But I, I want to make it clear. 
You cheated the fuck out of Code Veronica. Hell yeah. Okay? I did not get to cheat the fuck out of Code Veronica. <laughs> and let me tell you, there are no difficulty options in this game. And holy fuck, there were so many points in this game, I was already just throwing the towel. I had a miserable experience in this game. I know fucking, you did. This game needs a fucking remake. More than the fucking Resident <laughs> Evil 3. Yes, absolutely. Remake. Hell yes. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. Uh, so here's the thing. This game actually is good in, in parts, but it's just so no, dated not. now. I think it is. I think there's I think there's a shell of something good here, but it's so fucking dated at this point. And fuck Steve. Oh my god, fuck Steve. I'm sorry. But that entire plot line, he's one of the worst characters in Resident Evil history. And seeing him fucking turn into the, into the incredible fucking Hulk and die was the only pleasure I had in that fucking game. Oh my hold god. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You saying I don't like Steve, I'm sorry. I love it because Steve is so Canadian and they never acknowledge it. So every single time that he says sorry, I'm just like, ah, he's fucking Canadian. (laughs) Oh, my God. You don't understand just the enjoy. Like, I hated this game. I fucking hated this game. Like, just every (laughs) single time that I was playing this game, I was like, I'm so fucking miserable. I am so tired of this shit. I am so tired of these goddamn puzzles. I'm so tired of decaps. I don't want to deal with this shit. I'm using a walkthrough pretty much this entire time. I broke a fucking save so I can just have a rocket launcher because I didn't want to fucking think about this game. Oh, there were so many multiple times that I fucked myself over by doing something wrong that I had to revert my save like three or four times because the game was just that obtuse. Also, we were playing Code Veronica X and I was following a guide for Code Veronica. (laughs) And apparently because you were following a different game guide, it fucks you over. And I was like, oh, fuck. I just lost like 30 minutes to an hour of what I was (laughs) doing because I was following the wrong walkthrough. And I was so fucking pissed. I don't know if I would have gone on. (laughs) But then, but then. Steve would open his mouth and Steve would just say the fucking stupidest shit that no man should ever say. How about the scene where fucking Steve just stares at Claire's ass? Cinema. (laughs) Fuck. Oh my god, what about the romantic subplot in the plane? No. (laughs) No. I hate this game so fucking much. And every single one of these cutscenes were literally the oasis and the desert that is this game. Because every single cutscene had me fucking laughing. Wesker is a cartoon villain. (laughs) I love Wesker (laughs) in this game. Oh my, yes. Oh my God. His fucking laugh. The fight at the end when he's just wrecking Chris's shit. gold it's incredible oh my god i don't know how anyone signed off on this shit literally i think wait hold on i need to be sure when i say this shit was this the same year as metal gear solid 2 because if so no i think it was earlier because i think let me see i think it was like 2000 hold on okay you are correct it was 2000 okay it was early 2002 so you know what i'm gonna smack this game around harder and just be like hey that fucking code veronica is on dreamcast or you can wait to get metal gear solid 2 on the ps2 no fucking wonder the dreamcast died and sega got kicked the fuck out of the console business okay like that's (sighs) And the funny thing is, too, I have good memories of playing this game on my Dreamcast. 
young <laughs> Addy just sitting there, fucking sitting down, playing the fucking Dreamcast. Resident Evil Code Veronica. Oh man, what's gonna happen next? I'm fucking stab these fucking forks through my eyeballs. That's what's gonna happen next. Shit, no, man. it's just that we've been coddled as gamers. Yes. We we have been we've been taught, you know, no, it's okay. If you have failure, you can just come back. And games back then were like, oh, you failed? You're a fucking piece of shit. Did you know that? Oh, did you save? No, you fucking didn't. Have fun redoing the last two hours, dickhole. I hope you remember the puzzle sol- solutions. Oh, you didn't? Go to your fucking near EB games and buy the game facts, you fucking dumbass. Like, these games are just so brutal and oh my God, I can't stand I it. They're not the, worth it. I, well, the part that almost fucking did me in was the fight with uh, the fucking tyrant on the plane. I, I I guess I just barely, barely had enough fucking ammo to do it. But you basically had to, like, basically you got to pump enough shit into him. And then if you don't have enough ammo, you just have to keep hitting him over and over again with that machine to try and knock him out. And if you don't have enough ammo, it takes like seven times. And it's so hard to avoid his hits. He hits you twice, you're dead. And I had one healing item at that point. Like, I can't believe I got through it. I was 99% sure I was done the game at that part. Holy fuck. Oh, yeah. I softlocked at some point. I forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't realize you could fucking softlock yourself. So, apparently, there's a little valve that you have to turn to be able to get a key at the bottom of, like, this fish tank. Yeah. Apparently, the valve gets stuck there, and you can't remove it once you're done. And I needed that valve for a different room. So, I softlocked myself from being able to continue the game. And I was like, wait a minute how the fuck do i take this valve off and i kept clicking it and literally nothing happened and unless there's a button to remove it i soft blocked myself and i had to revert back to a save from like 30 minutes ago yeah i didn't run into that that fucking suck. i was following a guide that entire fucking game i was not taking any chances with that shit oh yeah i was following a guide for code veronica not code veronica yeah, x so that fucked yeah. me over yeah, no, I made sure to do one for Code Veronica X because I knew. Dude, it was I didn't think there was gonna be a difference. I thought it was gonna be like a director's cut where like there might be a small section that might be a little bit longer, not change shit from the main thing. <laughs> yeah, you got dicked, dude. I was so pissed. All right, these fucking guys were cucking me, and I'm like, no, no, I don't want to do this anymore. But then I get another cutscene. I'm like, oh, fucking, oh legendary steve just turning into the hulk and if you didn't save he too hit you and you needed to actually have healing items because there's no other way to get through you know what the sad part is Ed? the saddest what? part of all of this what? i enjoyed this more than the next game we're going to talk about what is wrong with you are you broken are you yes. mentally deficient? Yes. Do, do you need a doctor? Yes. Do you need an exorcist? Yes, I'm about to play Resident Evil fucking 6, so I am. You know it's going to be fun. <laughs> you know. Okay, you wait, hold on. Are we ready to move on from Code Veronica? Yeah, 5.5 out of 10, man. Code Veronica is a 5 out of 10. Please watch all the cutscenes on YouTube. All right, let's finish this shit bag off with style. Shiva! 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 Come! Come! Stop! No! Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up! Come on! Come on! Thanks! Thanks! Oh, this game drove me to the brink of fucking insanity! It's so bad! 
Resident Evil 5 is a modern art piece. It is the first postmodern video game to exist. It truly shows us the uh, the human condition and what colonization does to the poor Africans um, that live in uh, Kijuju. Um, obviously, we as man, as American man and North American man, uh, infected the natives, and uh, it is truly an allegory for smallpox. And I don't know what the fuck I'm talking out of my ass. I'm talking out of my ass more than Resident Evil Five is. I love this game. <laughs> this game is such a fucking mess. Oh my god! The only time I hate it is I think maybe the boss fight on the boat and the turret sections. That's about it. Oh wait. No, zombies with guns. Oh, I hated every... I forgot. Zombies with guns. I hated every waking moment. I literally hated every waking moment of this game. There was not one time where I was playing this game. I was like, you know, this is kind of fun. This is kind of enjoyable. No. This game... Here, here's my notes. So You know how I make my notes, right? Here's, oh, here's my notes. I didn't know you had notes. Oh, I have notes. So hold on. Here's my notes. Fuck this game. RE5 <laughs> is an abomination and should have never been made. Shiva. Shiva. Come. Shiva. Come. Shiva. 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 Those are my fucking notes. Those are my notes. I cannot implore you to never touch this fucking game. This is not Resident Evil. This is a bastard child of what a great series once was. And this game made me even fucking appreciate Resident Evil 4 somehow more. Okay. Okay. Look, now that we've gotten this far, most of the Resident Evil series is bad. Resident Evil Zero sucks. Resident Evil 1 is... Well, at least the remake has the tone right, and you know what? Fine. Passable. I'm not going to talk about Resident Evil 2 or 3. 2 and 3 remake? Well, no, hold on. I'm going chronologically. So, actually, Resident Evil Zero sucks. Resident Evil 1, eh. I'm not going to talk about 2 or 3. Code Veronica is bad. And, well, then at that point, you get to Resident Evil 4. And Resident Evil 4 is the only one that I will stand by. So, I straight up think that Resident Evil 4 was the first good one. Because, well, remake. Mm, mm, mm. So, Resident Evil 5 actually fits in more with the history of Resident Evil than the other games. Sucks. See, but here's the thing. At least with... Okay, I mean, that's fair. I, I mean, I can't argue that. Resident Evil Zero is not great. One remake, though, I think is banging. I enjoyed it. And then two and yep. three are classics to me. Now, I, they have not aged well. They've not aged well. But they're better than whatever that fucking piece of trash was. I'd rather play fucking, I would literally rather go do another fucking full run through a Code Veronica now. Never touch fucking five again. Fuck. Are you kidding? You're telling me that you'd rather deal with just bad game design, aged game design. Yes. Steve. Yes. At least then I won't get pushed into a fucking laser. (laughs) I need to save that clip. I need to say that. <laughs> oh, I was so mad. I was so mad. <laughs> so, uh, for clarification, <laughs> of course, we played this in co-op. Yeah. There was a puzzle with lasers, and apparently we didn't know that if you touch lasers on a person, it was an insta-kill and it set them on fire. <laughs> I don't... I think we died maybe once or twice throughout the entire mission, but at the end of it, we had eight <laughs> kills because we died six times of the puzzles. Oh. 
And and the sad part is, I just stood up there like he. I like I, I was so done. So I'm like, no, I'm gonna go stand on these stairs. You do this fucking shit. You do it. And we still just died constantly. And then he finally figured out the puzzle. And he's like, oh, you would be funny as if if I walk in here right now, we have to do it again. I was like, don't you dare. And he nudged it to me, and I fucking went in the laser. <laughs> And then there was silence, just pure <laughs> anger of silence because I knew I would have to fucking play this game for a long time. <laughs> this game is a masterpiece. What you're talking about is emerging gameplay. Oh. <laughs> it's all about the stories you can tell yourself as you play the game. <laughs> It's obviously from the playbook that Skyrim laid out in Fallout as a series. So this is actually my second time playing through this game. And I hated it the first time too. But I at least remember thinking, you know, if this wasn't a Resident Evil game, I probably wouldn't hate this as much because there's, you know, it's just, it, it just, it doesn't fit to the tone of the series. If literally Chris is punching a fucking boulder. Masterpiece. Cinema. There's nothing good about this game. But after playing through it a second time, no, this, even if this wasn't Resident Evil, this is still a shit game. I'm sorry, it sucks. At the end. At the end, yes. I will admit that it falls apart once you have zombies with guns. It's just like, why Why the fuck are you doing this? I don't want to do a cover shooter with this. I don't want to do this. It literally turns into COD. And punch them. Turns into fucking third-person COD for some reason. Like, oh my god, let's have gunfights with these zombies. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, but this game is garbage and should never fucking been made. And the Listen. worst part, the worst part is as bad as this is, Resident Evil 6 is ten times worse. I am so excited. I can't wait to play Resident Evil 6. You don't know how excited and giddy I am to play Resident Evil 6 because Resident Evil 5 is garbage, high-end garbage. And if you're telling me that Resident Evil 6 is even higher of a shelf of garbage, oh, baby, feed it straight into my veins. Please, please, please. Now, Dorian, Dorian, I know that you were probably missing the subtle nuance of Chris defeating the boulder. You see, since <laughs> all the way back in 1997, uh, Wesker was the boulder in his way um, in his entire life. You know, as he as you tail him through Resident Evil one and then, of course, his sister in Resident Evil three and then Code Veronica. Wesker has always been the boulder that is in his way. And finally, in Resident Evil five, Chris has bulked up enough to defeat the boulder that is in front of him. Honestly, it's just I think it's something that Stanley Kubrick would probably write, you know, like maybe even Stanley Kubrick would look at this shit and be like, ah, man, why didn't I think of that? And then he probably went back in time and killed himself and didn't finish Eyes Wide Shut. I, I, I don't know how you're missing the obvious symbolism behind the boulder. Um, I'm asking for a friend. How much eyeglass fluid do I need to drink to kill myself? Okay, we can Google that. Um, it says you don't have enough. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, no, everything you just said is bullshit. I'm reminded of that. <laughs> hold, hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. One sec. Yeah, we'll, we'll edit this. Or, or not, maybe. All right. Hold on. <clears throat> Mr. Castile. Yes. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things <laughs> I've ever heard. Coming. 
At no point in your rambling, incoherent response, was there anything that could even be considered a rational thought. Everyone listening to this podcast is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. A simple no would have sufficed. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that movie again, man. That, that's good shit. Billy Madison uh, is so fucking oh good. God, I love and that the dog movie. is society. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> you remember that boss fight when you only had the rocket launcher and just had no fucking ammo and was just walking <laughs> around and going, go, go, go. <laughs> Oh my god, it's... Yeah, man, I mean, look, hey, if you enjoy this game, you're wrong, but I'm glad you, <laughs> you like bad shit. So, congratulations. You remember when I almost broke my fucking thumb in the volcano? Oh my god, that, that was that's the best part, and we were doing it wrong. It, I It's it's too bad, because like, I wonder how long we would have gone with you trying to fucking do that, just your thumb falling off completely. Oh my god, every single time that Wesker lost you into the volcano, and I'm just like, fuck, I, I screwed up my thumb for this, I need to keep going? <laughs> yeah, he just kept dick smacking me in there, but we were doing it the wrong way. Oh my god, dude. How can you not find the enjoyment of laughing at this as even enjoyable? I mean, laughing at your pain was funny, but that was about it. (laughs) Dude, the fucking rocket launcher that you shoot at Wesker and he catches it in midair. Oh wait, Jill! Fucking Jill! How did we forget to mention Jill? Oh my god. Let's not. Dude, you were tapping so fucking bad to take the jewel off Jill, and then the first chance I pull it, I weakened it for you. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny, okay? Because, okay, so uh. Ghost of Tsushima, right? Uh, oh, by the way, I don't know if you saw that deal Ghost of Tsushima and PlayStation Plus for one yeah, year, 50 bucks. I went and got it. Yeah, right? Yeah, good, great, so, deal. great deal. Glad I got upgra- I'm glad you upgraded your Steelbook. Yes, uh, I'm very happy to have it. So I popped in Ghost of Tsushima, right? And I booted in. I moved over my save. I was so sad that it didn't do the auto pop because apparently, I'm sorry, it didn't auto pop the platinum because apparently I transferred over the wrong save. Whoops. Oh, oh well, I'll deal with it. Um, so I'm probably, here's the thing. I jumped in and I played a little bit more and I was like, oh, fuck. All right, this is still fun. I might actually want to go for the platinum. It's not that much that I need to do left. So there's that. Uh, the reason I even bring this up is because it auto popped all those trophies and it recorded 15 seconds of each one. So I was like, OK, cool. Let me go and delete them. And then I saw the <laughs> Resident Evil 5 trophies. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to look at these. And the best thing is that it kept the 15 seconds along with our audio when the trophies popped. And one of the trophies was whenever we took the jewel off Jill. And so we have audio in that video of us just lapping our ass is off when i pull it on the first try <laughs> oh my god i mean look the only way you'll find some enjoyment in this fucking piece of human garbage of a game is if you're playing with somebody and you can laugh at how fucking awful it is then you might find some enjoyment in this game but god help you if you're trying to play this game by yourself jesus oh, christ yeah. Oh, no, no, no. This is in the same vein as, like, Neil Breen, where if you try to watch this alone, you're just going to fucking kill yourself. But if you watch it in a group, oh, boy, oh, boy, you're cooking now. I got to ask. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm not even going to mention it. We'll, we'll, we'll save it. We'll save it. It's Resident no, Evil no. 6 talk, and it's something I specifically want to mention for that. 
Um, but it's it's a funny story. But we'll wait till we play it because then it'll be funnier. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil Five. Uh, Jesus, it, it's not racist out of ten. Yeah, this is a four point five out of ten for me. There are very few games I would rather play over this. I I mean I I think I said this. If you, if you present me with this game and you present me with Halo Five and a gun to the head, I eat the bullet. Like I I mean I mean I'd eat the bullet no matter what. But especially in this scenario <laughs> because I fuck both of these games it's a travesty i mean no i'm not picking they both suck and this game's horrible fuck it i'm glad i'm done with it the fact that i have to do resident evil 6 is fucking haunting my life jesus christ that's gonna be horrible Ugh. it's what a depressing way to end i'm just gonna say that i'm glad that i'm done with resident evil 5 because i no longer have jokes in my head where it's like oh don't say that no no that's wrong <laughs> please stop please stop yeah, don't your, say that your, your stream title is very apt exactly oh dude oh. you know what? i'm gonna this is gonna be towing the line just a little too close but i'm gonna go for it anyways when we were in the village in chapter three and then you yeah. hear one of the guy goes i almost lost my shit and I, I i was like this is wrong no no do not <laughs> lose your shit do not make fun of it and i'm just like I, it was the picture of that dude just holding his breath so hard yeah. in class i was just like that's I'm just like, no, <laughs> no, it's not acceptable oh, anymore, damn it. In 2009, we could have made those jokes, but not anymore, damn it. What, ten, Fuck. what, what uh, 11 years does to you. Eh? <laughs> it's not racist out of 10. Yeah, uh, yeah don't play this game. Fuck, don't. P- play it with a friend. Grab a friend, drink some beers, drop it on the easiest difficulty since you'll be too drunk to be able to control the game properly. And look, I'm not a religious person, but if you are, please pray for me. Please pray for me to get through Resident Evil 6 in one piece. I can't tell you how bad this fucking game is. It's fucking worse than Resident Evil 5. It's worse. I would rather... Uh, you uh, you as the audience do not know the disdain I have for Breath of the Wild. I don't think. Oh, no, yeah, well, a little least. bit. A little bit. I would <laughs> rather play Breath of the Wild than play what I'm about to fucking play. It's that bad. Resident Evil 6 is about to become a masterpiece in video games. And I can't oh, wait to stream it. Oh. I guess, you know, I, I I really hate pimping myself out, but I also think that this is going to be fucking hilarious, so... Oh, yeah, watch um, the stream. Yeah, I guess. I You know you know me. I fucking hate advertising in general. Okay, I like studying advertising and seeing, like, oh, why would you put this ad here? Obviously, it's because your current demographic would be this, blah, 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 all that. I like the psychology that goes into advertising. I just hate advertising myself. But if you would like to see it... Uh, I uh, I already feel uncomfortable. I'll do it. Twitch. If you'd like to see the Twitch streams, go to Ed's channel at, at twitch.tv slash edcasty. That's twitch.tv slash ed. Oh, thank you. Edcasty 13. That's twitch.tv slash edcasti13. Uh, you will get to literally see somebody's soul break live on air. I hate this. I hate this. I, I hate hearing this advertising. Uh, by the way, th- you'll they'll be able to hear someone's soul break. Um, yes, they're going to see out. me cackling. Yeah, yeah you, those you'll see. They'll see you having the time of your fucking life. You'll just hear me slowly but painfully dying. Um, I just saw a notification from my phone, and it's Amazon telling me that the HDMI adapter and the mini adapter to the computer to the PC is going to get here tomorrow. So Resident Evil 6 is going to have my camera in 1080p full HD instead of apparently what was currently running, which was 576p. Hell yeah, more P's the better. (laughs) 
Are we going to end with that? More peas, the better? Yeah, we're done. <laughs> end card. Hey, look at you. You got to the end of the episode. From episode zero to the day that I finally get lazy and cancel the show, a big thank you to Joey Rawlings for providing the perfect name for the show. Be sure to always give him thanks, either out loud as you're listening to this, or you can just send him a thank you tweet at boogeyman117 underscore. That's boogeyman117, I-E instead of Y, double O. Be sure that it's an underscore, not a dash, 117.